What's up, people? It's 2 5. Yes. You are now listening to the sounds of Sports Reports Disorder. So I'm in the building. Mr. Logical will be here shortly. And I want y'all to let me be surprised. Because I know some of y'all have been out there watching the leaks, trying to get on the internets and see when, who's playing who and when. I'm trying to be surprised. So this is going to be me watching it for the first time. All I know is Lions Chiefs starting the season on Thursday night. But in the meantime, in addition to the schedule release, we're going to talk to you a little bit about NFL expansion. Where should the league look? What cities are worth the team? We're going to recap the NBA playoffs. We had two teams stay alive last night, the Knicks and the Warriors. So game sixes are tomorrow. In progress right now, Boston 15, Philly 3. We got Denver and Phoenix coming up. No CP3 and no Pursuit of Happiness, Aiton. Then we're going to talk about a little getting it off our chest. So schedule going to go long. But yes. Looks like the show is starting. So let's get into it. Like I said, I know that the Chiefs and the Lions are playing on the first Thursday night to start the season. That's going to be awesome. I also got word that Jacksonville, the Jaguars, are going to be playing in England not once but twice in back-to-back weeks. So is the NFL just basically prolonging this? Like I feel like they're going to expand to Europe at some point. What are they waiting for? You know, we got games over there every year. Mexico City, could that be an option down the road? We'll get into that later. And look at this. Bills and Jets, Monday night football to start the season on September 11th, followed by the Super Bowl rematch. Is that what I said? Oh, November 20th, the next week, we got Philly at Kansas City, Super Bowl rematch. I'm loving that already. So like I said, this is my first time, y'all. I'm really genuinely surprised. Unlike you cheaters out there, you know, like imagine, you know, saying The Rock comes back and takes on Roman Reigns or something. Wouldn't it be more special if you didn't know he was coming? All these leaks, man. That's probably going to be my get it off my chest. So you're going to hear me whine about that all day. I'm going to call it whine and it is what it is, you know. So the schedule release show is starting now. Mr. Logical will be here shortly. Philly's on a 6-0 run. So the score's 15 to 9 with 434 left in the first quarter. Very low scoring. Game started off weird with James Harden and his weird jumping into U files, but Jalen Brown got one on the other end, and Philly seemed to be upset about it, you know, due on to others as has done unto you. So, you know, but yes, we did our Super Bowl preview last week. You know, so we knew this was coming. So, you know, this is like a new holiday for me, you know, just see how they're gonna screw. Washington throughout the years you know Dallas always seems to get the favorable schedule we all play the same teams but they seem to play the good ones further apart (laughs) you know I had to do that but you know but yeah you know NFC East is going to be interesting you know the Giants have made some improvements in the offseason you know I still think they're the third best team unfortunately Washington probably will be bringing up the rear with Sam Howell starting at the quarterback and oh yeah guess who the backup is Jacoby Brissett so you know I don't even know what to do with all that you know besides mope and cry a little bit you know so you know then you got 
the Central, you know, or I'm sorry, we don't call it that no more, the NFC North, you know, are the Lions going to be worth the hype? You know, I picked them to win the division last week. Mr. Logical staying with Minnesota. I think it's going to be one of those two teams unless Jordan Love turns into Patrick Mahomes reincarnated. And I think we all know that's not going to happen, even if he does end up being somewhat good. So, you know, you know, NFC South probably – Eh, if it wasn't for the AFC South, it'd be the worst division in football, but it's the second worst division in football in my estimation. So, you know, I picked the Saints to win that division. Mr. Logical picked his Falcons because, of course, you know, homerism is the thing in these streets. But, you know, I don't even know who's going to win that division. I picked the Saints because I think they have the best quarterback slash defense combination. But whoever wins that division is not winning a playoff game anyway, so I guess it really doesn't matter. And then how will the West be won? San Francisco or Seattle? I think it's down to those two teams. I'm picking Seattle for now because I have no idea how good Trey Lance is. I know how good Sam Darnold is not. So if Trey Lance is bad enough that Sam Darnold has to play, I think that solves the mystery of who's going to win the West and how the West will be won. The AFC East, both of us picked Buffalo. You know, I think Miami, if Tua can stay healthy, they gave Buffalo some problems last year. Obviously, as we can see in the playoff game, even without Tua, they gave Buffalo some problems. So, you know, but I think Buffalo is going to win that division. So let's see. We got Texans and Panthers on Sunday, October 29th. Bryce Young against C.J. Stroud. Sign me up. You know, I'm team Bryce Young, of course. I like C.J. Stroud, too. I think he'll be really good. But I think Bryce Young is the most NFL-ready quarterback at this time. C.J. Stroud, <clears throat> I think, will maybe have a rough few weeks. But Jets and Buffalo, like I mentioned, Monday Night Football, week one, week four, Jets and Chiefs, week nine, Jets and Chargers. So, you know, we got all the marquee going on with the Jets. You know, they just picked up Aaron Rodgers. I picked them to finish second in the division. I think Mr. Logical's picking them to finish third behind Buffalo and Miami. You know, I picked Cincinnati to win the North. Oh, I'm sorry, I picked Baltimore to win the North. Mr. Logical picked Cincinnati. You know, in the South, how will the South be won? You know, Jacksonville, you know, I think that's it. You know, everybody else is starting over at quarterback for the most part. Even if Tennessee is starting Tannehill again, they might as well be starting over because he should have just stayed a wide receiver. Um, from there, you got the West. And, of course, no surprise, both of us picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the West. You knew that. You know, he picked Denver to finish second. I picked Chargers second to finish in the playoff race. So, you know, this is where we are, people. NFL schedule release week one, Falcons and Panthers. Okay, they're showing the Falcons schedule right now. Jacksonville and London in week four, like I mentioned, with the Texans in week five. Commanders in week six. So how you reward a team coming back from London, give them those two teams back to back, and then they get the Buccaneers the week after that. So somebody might be looking out for Atlanta, you know, to go overseas for them. And then Atlanta's closing the season at Carolina with the Colts and then the Bears and at the Saints. So, you know, so the Atlanta Falcons, the Ravens and Texans week one, week two at the Bengals, three with the Colts, Browns. Okay, Steelers. So the Ravens starting off a little tight, going to London with the Titans. Ravens and Detroit should be an awesome game. Ravens and Seahawks. 
I'm liking the schedule so far as far as entertainability. I might have to revise my pick and go back to picking Cincinnati to win the division because this is a tough schedule at Jacksonville and then at the 49ers Monday night in weeks 15 and 16. That's a tough back-to-back for the Ravens, you know, especially, you know, around that time of season. Lamar Jackson's usually not playing. Oh, Buffalo at the Commanders week three. Okay, with the Dolphins the week after that. Jacksonville in London, as I mentioned, Jacksonville playing in London back-to-back. Who does that? You know, at Cincinnati week nine, the Broncos on Monday Night Football the week after that versus the Jets at the Eagles, a bye, and then at Kansas City versus Dallas at the Chargers. Who, who did the Bills piss off? <laughs> so since Dallas got Buffalo that week, I bet you they got Miami like, you know, six weeks earlier or something like that. Now we're looking at the Panthers. Week five at Detroit, week six at Miami before the bye. The game I mentioned against Tennessee, or I'm sorry, Houston in week eight, then against the Colts at the Bears. How about that for Thursday night football? Look at that. Week 14 at the Saints, week 15, the Falcons, 16 against the Packers, 17 at Jacksonville, and closing out at home versus the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield, by the way, you know, the new quarterback. And, oh, by the way, people, keep your ears out, keep your views on, because, you know, starting tomorrow on YouTube, YouTube exclusive, 2-5 Daily is coming your way. That's where your boy 2-5 is going to get on the mic for about two to three minutes. Pick a random topic that's going on in the sports world. Break it down real quick. You know, uh, I wish I would have had done that when Bob Huggins, when this thing came out, because this man was wilding out, wasn't he? So, yeah, you know, the Bears closing with the Packers, of course, you know, like it should be. You know, Bengals starting at Chicago or at Cleveland, a home against the Ravens, Rams on Monday Night Football at Tennessee, Cardinals, Seahawks in week six, at the 49ers in week eight. Home against Buffalo week nine, like we mentioned. There's some nice back-to-backs going on here. These teams are going to have some tough games back-to-back, but these are professionals, so we expect that. We want that. We want all these games. Super Bowl odds, of course, you know, with the Chiefs' favorite. Let's take a quick look. So we got Celtics 23, Philadelphia 17, 218 left in the first. Like I mentioned, Denver and Phoenix to follow. So game six, who's going to go? Is is Boston going home tonight? Is Phoenix going home tonight? You know, if I had to choose one of the two, which one is more likely, I would probably pick the Suns because if Michael Porter shows up, that's been the issue. He hasn't been showing up in the games in Phoenix. Jamal Murray has cooled off some. So what's going to happen tonight? Can Landry Shamit or Terrence Ross or somebody on that Phoenix bench give the Stars some help so you know that's going to be the difference tonight i think boston's going to pull this series out um so they're going to win tonight in my estimation i think they also win game seven because i just think they're the better team they just haven't been playing like it and i also think that it took two all-time games from james harden to get to this point or else boston would have won this series in five probably so you know but i could be wrong you know because joe Missoula is boston's coach so you know (laughs) take that with a grain of salt of course all right, who we got? The Broncos, week two against my commanders. At Miami, week three. At Chicago, that should be good. So here we go. Odds to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs plus 600 is your favorite. The 49ers somehow at 750. The Eagles at 750. Buffalo at 900. Cincinnati at 1,000. Jets at 1,400. And the Cowboys at plus 1,600. So you know what? I was talking to Mr. Logical last week. 
And please don't kill me out there, my fellow commanders. And you know, I've wanted to say that R word a couple of times. It almost slipped out. But you know, um, I said if this year, if, if Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl, this is going to probably be the year, you know, because I'm not expecting much from them. But they did pick up not only Brandon Cooks on offense, but they picked up Gilmore on defense. So, you know, they shored up the secondary. They added another weapon, you know. So this is the year. I think Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC, but that's a rivalry. You know, you can beat your rival. You're motivated. So, you know, if this is the year, because I think Philly – you know, it's only going to get better going forward. You know, Jalen Hurts getting another year down. So if this is so, I don't know what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. There has been rumors that they were listening to trades. You know, are they going to bring them back? Detroit, I mentioned them, but they're still young. You know, the Rams, forget about them. 49ers already went over their quarterback situation. Seattle, look. I like Geno Smith. I don't know if I trust Geno Smith in the playoffs. I don't know if he's the type of quarterback and the caliber of quarterback that you ask to go win a playoff game. So unless Kenneth Walker III is ramming it down your throat, I don't really trust Seattle once the postseason starts. You know, from there, you know, the Giants, you know, you got the division thing there. And like I said, no team from the NFC South is under consideration here. So, you know, you know, so looking at the Jets schedule here, let's see. They could start out 0-2 with the Buffalo Bills and Dallas back-to-back. You know, they finish up easy with Washington, Cleveland, and New England to finish up the season. You know, so let's see here. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, I say 1-2 and at best. 1-3 and starting out with Kansas City. Win against Denver, so 2-3. and Lose to the Eagles, 2-4. and 3-4 and against the Giants. So at best, I think they're going to start 3-4. and you know, they could start four and three, but I'm going to go three and four. And then they get the Chargers, the Raiders, Buffalo, Miami. That's a tough stretch. You know, then against Atlanta, against Houston, those should be two wins. Miami in week 15 on the road. And then I mentioned Washington, Cleveland, and the Patriots to finish the season. So my first guess right now, just looking at it, not really breaking it down, but my first guess is 10 and seven, you know, at best you know, but possibly a losing record, you know, because Aaron Rodgers, you know, he is getting into, I mean, he's got his guy back at offensive coordinator, you know, our guy from Denver, you know, <laughs> we ain't going to mention his name. We'll let Mr. Logical mention his name, but um, yeah, looking at the schedule, it sets up tough, you know, because coming off Buffalo and Dallas, they play new England, you know, which, you know, we know Belichick, gets up for the Jets normally. Then you got Kansas City and Denver back-to-back, and then you add Philly. So that's a three-game stretch versus Kansas City at Denver and versus Philly before you hit your bye. Then you come out of the bye at Giants, at home against the Chargers. That's a tough schedule. You know, that's a tough schedule. They did the Jets no favors, you know. But, you know, but this is why these guys play the games. You know, we'll get into this breakdown later as we get into training camp and close to the preseason but, yeah, right now, you know, I might have to push back on my own second-place finish for the Jets after looking at that schedule. So Aaron Rodgers is another year older. We know Tom Brady has defied the age and the decline. But I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is that type of quarterback because we saw him last year, Mr. Logical pointed out, you know, he didn't have many three – he didn't have any 300-yard games this season, but he still calls Danny Dimes top 10 even though, you know, he only threw for 500 yards five and a half times, you know. All right, so – you know, I don't know. The Jets' schedule is just not 
it's not friendly. <laughs> that's, not, that's the best way I can put it. It's not friendly. So Rams starting at the Seahawks and then the 49ers, at the Bengals, at the Colts, versus the Eagles, versus the Cardinals, versus the Steelers, at Dallas, at Green Bay, the bye week, versus Seattle, at Arizona, versus Cleveland, at the Ravens. So this isn't a tough schedule at all, you know, against the Commanders. Saints on Thursday night football at the Giants and at the 49ers. So Matt Stafford coming off of the shoulder and the elbow. So, you know, what is he going to look like? He's not old just yet, but coming off of those injuries, you just never know how a quarterback is going to react, especially a quarterback that's known for the deep ball and the cannon arm that he's known for. So that's going to be tough. You know, I think the Rams should be better just because they were so awful last year. But, you know, I'm not sure that they're actually a good team. I don't have them making the playoffs. Mr. Logical didn't have them making the playoffs. So I want to know who you guys making the playoffs, who you guys who you guys got making the playoffs. You know, we gave you our picks last week. I went over them a little bit for you. So hit us up on the page on YouTube. Just let us know who you got. So at the end of the first quarter, the Boston Celtics are up 29 to 22 on the Philadelphia 76ers. Jason Tatum is 0 for 5. Started off the first quarter with one point, four rebounds, and four assists. Al Horford, 0 for 2. He went 0 for 7 last game, all from three-point range. Jalen Brown, four points. Marcus Smart with six is the leader right now. Joel Embiid, six points and a rebound, one of five shooting. James Harden, is this going to be one of those nights? No points in the first quarter on 0 for 4 shooting. We know how he does. I will never forgive James Harden. Not that I'm a James Harden fan to begin with, but I will never forgive him when these people try to tell me how great he is when I think about him going two for 10 against the San Antonio Spurs with no Kawhi Leonard in a closeout game to lose that series in six. So I'll never forget James Harden for that. I will never forgive him for giving us hope that somebody was going to beat the Golden State conglomerate giant monster you know when they first added kevin durant took him to seven games lost chris paul get it we don't expect you to win that game right what we expect you to do is be a leader and not let your team miss 27 consecutive three-pointers you know especially somebody like james harden who can trick the officials by grabbing the defender's arm and get a foul call we ain't forgiving you for that you know so you know We'll see. Can Joel Embiid make his first Eastern Conference Finals? He has a chance if they pull off this win tonight. So shows are on commercial right now. I'm watching on the NFL Network. So, you know, like I mentioned, 2-5 Daily is coming soon. It's just going to be your boy all by myself. Just like right now, I'm going to give you two to three minute quick hits on a random topic on sports. You know, whatever's happening that day, you know, pull up the website, see what's popping in the world. Then I'm going to give it to you raw and unfiltered you know so now you know we got the schedules back up now so just finishing off the saints now we got the giants starting off with the cowboys at the cardinals at the 49ers on thursday night then versus seattle on monday night at miami at buffalo on sunday night football washington jets at the raiders at the cowboys at Washington. So, you know, this isn't a bad schedule either. Patriots, the way that it's setting up as far as the back-to-backs. Then the bye week in week 13, Packers on Monday night football. So they get the bye week and they get to come back on Monday night football. And then they close with the Rams and Eagles at home. So here's our London games. Falcons and Jaguars. Jaguars and Bills. Baltimore against Tennessee. In Frankfurt, we got Miami and Kansas City. And we got 
the Colts and the Patriots. So those are your international games. So is Frankfurt going to be another spot that we have to watch when it comes to expansion? Remember the old World League and all that, Barcelona Dragons? I'm not even going to lie to you. Barcelona Dragons was one of my favorite teams across sports ever. You know, I'm going to have to hit up somebody and try to find me a jersey. Who got them Korea Connects? Holla at your boy and let me know. You know, um, so we got the Eagles at the Patriots versus the Eagles. I mean, Vikings on Thursday night, then Monday night at Tampa, at Washington, at the Rams, at the Jets. So I'm thinking five and oh, they get Miami after that at Washington versus Dallas by weekend week 10 at Kansas City on Monday night football versus Buffalo. So Buffalo, Kansas City and the 49ers back to back at Dallas coming off of that Sunday night football at the Seahawks against the Giants. Cardinals and at the Giants and see what I mean Dallas how that lines up for them Philadelphia coming off those games and then you know I, I look I can't it's I don't want to do the conspiracy thing y'all you know we know that they claim that that's America's team I refuse to acknowledge them because I am a proud American and that is not my team you know so I'll just leave it at that you know before I start pissing people off and getting disrespectful so you know um looking at Pittsburgh you know Pretty good schedule, finishing up with the Patriots at home in 14, at the Colts in 15, versus the Bengals on Saturday, week 17 at Seattle, week 18 at the Ravens. So Ravens are going to be an interesting team this year. You know, they seem to normally be a trendy Super Bowl pick. Everybody seems to pick the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. I picked them last week in my early, you know, that's going to probably change. But, you know, in our early Super Bowl picks, I picked the Ravens. But usually every year, there's always some big name media person that goes out on that limb and, you know, says that the Ravens are going to make the Super Bowl. We haven't seen it yet. Lamar Jackson has won just one playoff game in his career, which was the game at Tennessee. You know, beyond that, you know, um, like I said, the last two seasons, he's missed the last five games. So, you know, hopefully that reverses itself this year. They picked up Odell Beckham. They got my guy Zay Flowers out of Boston College. You know, if I was a Catholic, that would be my university of choice, not Notre Dame. All right, looking at the 49ers now. So starting at week 12, it's Thanksgiving. They play at Seattle, at Philly, versus Seattle again, at the Cardinals, versus the Ravens on Monday Night Football in week 17, at Washington, week 18, against the Rams. So, you know, wow. You know, what are we looking at here? You know, some of these teams got some tough back-to-backs. So, you know, now we're looking at Jacksonville's schedule here. You know, week one against the Colts, week two against the Chiefs, week three, Texans, week four, Falcons. So I think we're looking at three and one for the Jaguars to start out the season, picking up off the momentum they left with last year, breaking the hearts of the Chargers. Wow. You know, 27 to nothing, and they came back and pulled that game out at home, you know, this the logical one at Coach Staley gone. I said, give him one more year because you got to have a quarterback, you know, in a running game. You know, they got the quarterback, you know, but when you're throwing it on every third and one or third and two, what's the point of me even trying to stop the run if I know you're going to throw it and be one dimensional? So, you know, they got uh, Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator now in Los Angeles. That should be interesting. Austin Eckler, you know, is wanting a trade and everything. We haven't had any movement on that front, so we'll see what happens as we get closer to training camp. And obviously when the season starts, we'll keep an eye on that trade deadline. You know, Washington versus the Cardinals at Denver versus Buffalo at Philly. See what they do? Bears on Thursday night at the Falcons, at the Giants versus the Eagles, at the Patriots, at Seattle 
versus the Giants at Dallas on Thanksgiving, the way it should be every single year versus the Dolphins. By week in week 14, that's a late buy. Rams in week 15 on the road, Jets 16 on the road, 49ers at home and Cowboys at home to finish it off. Cowboy, or Cowboys and Washington. I don't know if I said the R word. If I did, I apologize. I got, I got passionate for a second. But, you know, Washington and Dallas should be Thanksgiving every year. The stories you hear about Thanksgiving, Cowboys and Native Americans, you know, like that's Thanksgiving right there every single year. I don't know why I have to keep saying this. It's just the way it should be. I know we try to get more teams exposure, but if more teams want exposure, they should step up and host the game because obviously Dallas and Detroit were the only ones willing to do that back in the day. So, you know, it is what it is, right? You know, I'm, I'm just full of rage and passion. Y'all know that already. It comes with the territory, 2-5, you know, coming at you with the NFL schedule release. You know, so, yeah, let's take a look in on this Boston game real quick, see what this going on. So, whoa, Celtics are up 42-28 to 28 with about 634 left in the second quarter. So, Boston is killing it right now. So, Mr. Logical is in route. You know, we'll get him here on here in a second. So now, you know, I just want to know, who is expecting the Cleveland Browns to make a move this year? You know, Deshaun Watson, another year back, you know, is he going to look better than he did last year? He started to come on, you know, at the end of last season. So, you know, can the Browns actually make a move and climb up in these standings in the AFC North? You know, we got Kenny Pickett another year in Pittsburgh. I really like Kenny Pickett. Hands a little small, but I think he's a good quarterback. You know, I think they got some good weapons. So, you know, you know, they got George Pickens from Georgia at receiver. I like that a lot. They traded Chase Claypool to the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls. Wow. Wow. Way to mix it up there. The Bears. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. So, according to this, you know, Philly, Miami, the Giants, the Patriots, and the Cowboys have the toughest strength of schedule. I'll believe it once I go over the Cowboys schedule. And I gave you my thoughts on that. You know, but yeah, you know, um, I'm so excited for this football season. You know me, I'm also a college football guy, but, you know, this is my first time making schedule release a big deal. So, you know, I'm enjoying myself right now. Hope you're enjoying yourself as well. You know, I think that last week, you know, like I said, my Super Bowl pick was Philly and Baltimore, you know, which I would love being from Baltimore, you know, just to have such an I-95 rivalry like that even though they don't play very much, but just the two cities in general, that'd be a great Super Bowl. I think Lamar Jackson against Jalen Hurts. So, you know, Mr. Logical is still going with Kansas City. I believe he picked Kansas City over Philly in a rematch, you know, so we talked about that. It would be the first rematch since Buffalo and Dallas in 93, 94. So, you know, or 94, 95. So, you know. We'll see what happens, you know. Um, I just think that we're in store for a big season this year. I think there's so many teams that can make moves, you know. Like, every year there seems to be teams that come from the bottom of a division that come up to the top of the division. So let's think about this, you know. So I'll get Actually, I'll save that one for Mr. Logical. I'll save that one for when he gets here. We'll get into that a little bit, you know. Um, I'm talking to him right now, you know. I just, you know, I'm so excited, y'all. I just can't even contain it. 44 to 28, Boston over Philly. 608 left 
in the second quarter. One second. So, you know, now that we've seen some schedules, I would really be interested to see you all's thoughts. You know, of what you think your team's record going to be, who the division winners are going to be. You know, Sports Reports is ordered on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of the above. You know, sportsreportao at gmail.com. You know, your boy, 2-5. You got it on the screen. Two-bit reports on Twitter, MLW25. If you want to get at me directly outside of the sports page. And then, of course, Mr. Logical at Fear My Wrath on Twitter. You know, so... Y'all know how to get at us. We can't wait for it. We want the smoke, you know. So I'm interested in this Jacksonville-Baltimore game coming up at the end of the season, you know, just to see those are two teams that I think have a chance to make some noise in the playoff. Because don't forget, now granted, Patrick Mahomes got injured and everything, had the ankle thing going on. But Jacksonville gave Kansas City a good game, you know, which we expected because they had Doug Peterson who came up under Andy Reid. So he knows him pretty well, and he's his own you know, creative coach himself. So, you know, Super Bowl champion coach uh, when he was with the Eagles. So, you know, that was a good game. I think Jacksonville is here to stay. You know, they have the best quarterback in the division right now. Obviously, like I mentioned, Houston and uh, Tennessee, you know, both drafted rookies this year and also Indianapolis. But uh, we don't know who's going to start for Tennessee. You know, I said that Tannehill will probably start the season. I, I don't know if the Malik Willis experiment is over yet. But I think he's probably at the bottom of the depth chart. And I think Will Levis probably will start a few games before the end of the season. Hopefully it's not due to injury. I just think that Brian Tannehill is going to either be ineffective or the team is just going to be that far out of contention come, say, week 12, that we may see Will Levis get the keys and see what he can do. You know, now, you know, we'll see. You know, like I said, I like C.J. Stroud. Houston still has a lot of holes, you know, they still got Damian Pierce, you know, rookie came out of Florida last year, you know, did really well, you know, they lost Brandon Cooks. So, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. I might have to make me a trip over there, you know, about three hours away. So I might have to make me a trip over there this year. Maybe I can catch me a A&M and Houston game on back to back days. That'd be hot, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. But yo, Schedule is out. You know, Mr. Logical will be here in a few minutes. You know, we're going to get into NFL expansion. I've heard some expansion rumors. There's been all the games in London, so there's been a sort of inevitability out there that the NFL is going to expand to Europe. So I don't want to just focus on the European part. I want to add some American cities, too. And I'm sorry, no disrespect to St. Louis and Oakland, but I'm trying to look at teams that haven't had a team before. You've had your chance. I ain't going to say you messed it up, but Oakland, you know, I still feel for you guys, man. You know, not only did you lose the Raiders, but now the A's are buying stuff in Vegas. So that's probably going to be an inevitability as well. You know, the Warriors then moved across the Bay to San Francisco, just left y'all out in the cold. So I want to know from Oakland fans as well and Oakland citizens that consider themselves Warriors fans. What is it? Are you still a Warriors fan, even though they just moved across the bay? So it's not like they moved out of the state. It's not like they moved to, you know, Seattle or something like that. So are you still a fan? If they move, you know, if you were a fan when they were in Oakland and they just moved to San Francisco, was that enough for you to change your fanhood or just not care anymore? You know? You know, I know I know a few of you were probably cheering for Sacramento last two weeks ago in that series. So don't tell me any different because I won't believe it. 
So, you know, score check real quick. Boston 46 to 32 with about 417 left in the second quarter. Jason Tatum still at one point, 0 for 7 shooting now. Uh, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both leading the way with 11, or actually Malcolm Brogdon has 13 on 5 of 7 shooting. Let's check in on Embiid, who is now 1 of 7. He did tweak himself a little bit at the start of the game. You know, one of the first possessions of the game, he kind of came up hobbling a little bit. You know, and then we got James Harden, four points now on two of eight shooting. So, unfortunately, so far, this is that James Harden that we know and that we've gotten used to. You know, I don't know. You know, so Boston is in control right now, but it is at Philly. So don't count the Sixers out just yet. And I tell you, you know, this game tonight between the Nuggets and the Suns is going to be something. You know, we'll see if Devin Booker can go back to his 50-point ways. Kevin Durant is having an awful series from three. I'll get you the numbers later as Mr. Logical come into it. So as I mentioned, we're going to get into this NFL expansion. We're going to do some NBA recap, catch you up on the playoffs. You know, last night had some good games, teams fighting to save their lives. You know, and then we're going to get into get it off my chest. You know, a lot of my get it off my chest is going to be aimed at y'all. So, like I said, give me the smoke. MLW25, two-bit reports. You know where to find us. You know, so. You know, so I'm under, I'm, I'm all interested to see the Raiders this year. You know, they picked up Jimmy G, Garoppolo, for those out there. You know, I, I don't know. Like, when I look at that division, they just seem to be at the bottom. But they do have... The rushing champion and Jimmy G has proven to be a winner. So could they unseat the Chargers in that second spot or could they give Denver a little trouble? You know, week 12, Black Friday, first Black Friday game in NFL history, 3 p.m. Eastern Dolphins and Jets. That's going to be a good game. You know, Aaron Rodgers against Tua, hopefully. We're praying for Tua to have an injury-free year or at least from the concussion standpoint. You know, we don't want to see him missing action. We don't want to see his career on the line. We don't want to see his life on the line. Because I tell you, watching that game against Cincinnati last year, Thursday night football, when he got smacked and hit the turf and threw his hands up. Woo! You know, I tried not to get emotional and I tried not to, you know, do the panic thing. But I was concerned about that young man. You know, I'm surprised he even made it this far because I know he had the hip injury in college in the game against Mississippi State. So Tua is, you know, he overcomes. You know, he's able to fight adversity. You know, I just don't want him to have to deal with that type of adversity going forward. Let the adversity be you're down to the Jets and got to make a game-winning drive or, you know, Buffalo's got after you and you got to break out for 10 yards or something along those lines. You know, that's what I want to see from Tua. You know, Miami brought back Jeff Wilson and Ryan Mostert. So, you know, we're going to see. You know, I think Miami's going to be good, but, you know, I'm still, I don't know. Like I said, last week I was into the Jets after looking at their schedule. You know, I mean, we know who they're going to play. You know, like they play the same two divisions as everybody else in their division every year. And then there's a few other matchups sprinkled in there. But I didn't know that the games was going to come all together like that, you know, back to back to back like that. So that's going to be tough. You know, I'm interested to see B. John Robinson. You know, Mr. Logical was upset at the pick. I think he's come around now because even though they have Algier and I like to call him Corduroy, but Corderell uh, Patterson, even though Atlanta led the league in rushing last year, you do not pass on special talent like B. John Robson. I don't care what these people say. You don't take a running back in the first round. You don't take a running back, 
you know what? You take the player that you think will help your team win. You take the player that fits in your scheme. You know, listening to all these people is why all these teams in the NBA shooting all these threes. They were trying to out Golden State, Golden State all these years, and then wonder why Golden State was winning all the titles. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, kudos on Atlanta for going outside the box and taking B. John Robson and also props for not letting the Eagles get him. You know, it is what it is, y'all. But I'm telling you right now, you know, B. John Robinson is going to be special, you know. So let's look at this right now. 48 to 36, Boston over Philly. So, you know, 12-point game, two minutes away from halftime. So, you know, Doc Rivers, more blown 3-1 leads than any coach in NBA history. And I know that if they lose this game, that's going to be all the talk on the shows tomorrow. You know, all the pundits are going to bring that up. And then, you know, they're probably going to do some James Harden, you know, clowning. And, you know, depending on how Hodel Embiid finishes this game, he might get some criticism too because he is the MVP. He put his stamp on the series last game, but I don't know what's happening right now. You know, but Seattle and Dallas in week eight, that should be good. Or Seattle at Dallas in week 13, I'm sorry, that should be a good game. I mentioned that one. Jets at Cleveland in week 17. You know, we'll see if some playoff stakes are on the line there. You know, we're watching the NFL Network right now. The great Al Michaels, you know, has arrived. You know, I got the caption on, so I ain't going to read it because I'm sitting up here talking to y'all. But, you know, just, you know, watching a legend, you know. But so NFL season coming up, right? And every team has their robbery. So I've always wanted, you know, like if, you know, I, and I know you've heard this question before, but it makes me think, you know, like, so if your team, you know, had lost, could you cheer for your rival to make the playoffs? So, you know, if Washington was, you know, nine and eight, just lost a game to the Eagles or something, could I cheer for Dallas to help Washington get in the playoffs? And I know y'all going to kill me for this, but I just can't do it. <laughs> I will sit at home proudly on that sofa, but I can't root for Dallas in any capacity, y'all. I just can't. Can't root for Dallas. Can't root for the Florida Gators. Can't root for the Yankees. You know, you know, can't root for the Lakers. Can't really root for the Celtics either for what it's worth. You know, there's just these teams that, you know, you just don't want to see do well, no matter what the circumstances are. So, you know, the Cardinals without Kyler Murray this year. So it's going to be a transition year. You know, they got their new coach, you know, from Philly. So, you know, Mr. Gannon, you know, so we'll see how that goes. I think he's going to be an all right coach, but it's going to be tough to judge him year one without Kyler Murray. You know, you don't want any coach to have to step into that situation, but that's the job he chose. You know, I might have held out for another year and <laughs> try to get a team with a quarterback. You know, because um, I don't even know what Kyler Murray is even when he does come back. Just me. You know, um, I think that, you know, Bryce Young gets a lot of Kyler Murray comparisons just because of size. But I think that Bryce Young, Mr. Logical killed me because I wasn't trying to necessarily compare Bryce Young to Patrick Mahomes. But I was just trying to state that he's an improviser. He keeps plays alive. He does things that you know, not a lot of people do and can do. So, you know, Bryce Young going forward, I think it's going to be a really good NFL quarterback. Provided, provided, 
he gains about 25 pounds because I don't believe that weight <laughs> at the combine. You know, y'all can say what y'all want, but I don't believe it. You know, Ravens and Bengals, week 11, Thursday night football, and then at the Chargers. So like I mentioned, there's some teams out here that got these schedules, just like the Ravens week 15 and 16, you know, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, and then they close with Miami and Pittsburgh. That's a tough four-game stretch that, you know, they would be lucky to go two and two. And hopefully that's enough to keep them in the playoff race for their sake. You know, and look, look at this. <laughs> oh, oh, this man really picked the Dolphins to go 17 and 0, huh? <laughs> All right, that's more like it. So, yeah, I got them losing to the Chargers week one, you know, beating the Patriots week two, beating Denver. Losing to Buffalo, beating the Giants, beating Carolina, losing to Philly, beating New England, losing to Kansas City, beating the Raiders, um, splitting with the Jets, uh, probably beat Washington, beat Tennessee, lose to Dallas, and then split with Buffalo and Baltimore at the end. So I can see Miami, I say their ceiling is 12 and 5, you know, 12 and 5 at best, provided they get breaks and everything like that. But I think that something like 10 and 7 will be more likely, which could still be good, which will probably still be good enough to get them into the playoffs. You know, like I said, looking at the schedule coming into last week, I had the Jets finishing second behind Buffalo and Miami finishing in third. But looking at the schedule, I might have to flip that, you know, but we'll see. But we're going to get some good games this year, you know. Buffalo and Cincinnati, you know, oh, I still can't believe Buffalo let Cincinnati come in their house and give them the molly wop in the Buffalo weather. Now, I know it snows in Cincinnati, but this is Orchard Park. <laughs> you know, Buffalo, I'm, I might be a little mad because I picked them to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl last year, at least. You know what I mean? But, you know, we got a halftime score right now. Boston 50, Philly 43. Jason Tatum, guess what, y'all? Stuck on one point he's 0 for 10 finishing the first half you know Marcus Smart the leader with 15 points on 6 of 8 Malcolm Brogdon like I mentioned 13 points on 5 of 7 Al Horford is now 0 for 3 so that's 0 for 10 in the last two games Joel Embiid with 12 points but he's 6 for 6 from the free throw line 3 for 9 from the field Harden with 6 points 0 of 4 from 3 3 of 10 overall so you know we got a game. You know, Philly made a little comeback right before the end of the half. So we'll see if they can send Boston home or not. So, you know, we'll see. You know, Mr. Logical is in route. You know, but yeah, I can't wait, you know, to see Miami tomorrow night against the Knicks because everybody told me that the NBA playoffs was going to be better with the Knicks. The NBA playoffs have been good, but hardly because of the Knicks. So, you know, I'm tired of this, you know, this big market thing. I know me and Mr. Logical get into this a lot because I get into the whole NBA wants the big market because it's a business at the end of the day. It don't got to be rigged, but it is a business at the end of the day. You want New York. You want L.A. You might want Boston just because they're a story franchise. You don't want San Antonio. You don't want it. You know what I mean? You don't want the Cleveland Cavaliers unless they have LeBron James. You don't want New Orleans. You don't want Charlotte. You know, so it's not rigged. But I know who you are. I know who y'all are out there. This is what y'all want. Like, I remember, you know, big, passionate sports fans that I know. A couple of years ago, we had Phoenix-Milwaukee in the finals. 
and they were saying they didn't even watch they hadn't even watched a series because you know the, the you know LeBron wasn't in the playoffs. Look, you're either a basketball fan or you're not. You know, like imagine I'm not going to watch the NFL playoffs because Patrick Mahomes ain't there. As if there isn't a Joe Burrow or Josh Allen or Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert. You know, like get out of here with that, man. And we see Mr. Logical setting up. You know, getting ready to join us here in a second. You know, we're on commercial right now for the schedule show, but I'm looking at the Lions schedule on the ticker. They got Green Bay on Thanksgiving at the Saints week 13, at the Bears week 14, week 15 against Denver, 16 at Minnesota, 17 Saturday game against the Cowboys and closing out with Minnesota at home. So they know what they're doing with that schedule. Detroit and Minnesota to close out the season. Hopefully that game's for the division title. Packers starting Jordan Love. So we're going to get the Jordan Love era underway potentially. Week seven at Denver, eight against Minnesota at home versus the Rams at the Steelers. Week 11 versus the Chargers at the Lions on Thanksgiving, like I mentioned. Kansas City, week 13. Week 14 at the Giants. Week 15, Tampa. Week 16 at Carolina. Week 17, Sunday night football at Minnesota and close out the season as they should with the Chicago Bears. You know, we got the Texans at the Ravens versus the Colts at the Jaguars versus the Steelers. Week five at Atlanta, week six against the Saints, week seven by week eight at Carolina, week nine Buccaneers. So, you know, I think that's a pretty manageable schedule for a team starting a young quarterback. You know, they don't have anything to necessarily be afraid of. You know, it gets a little tougher later with Dallas, Jacksonville, Denver at the Jets. They got the Browns in week 16, you know, but, you know, I mean, Houston, if you're looking at it, if Houston can win five games, that's a successful season, especially coming off last year. So, you know, and I think that's possible. I think six games are possible looking at the schedule so far. Now, the Colts, it just depends on if Anthony Richardson is the goods, you know. Like, he he broke all the combine records for a quarterback. You know, he turned into Michael Jordan for a couple of hours. You know, but what can he do on the actual football field? Because me and Mr. Logical saw him throw for less than 60% of his passes, you know, completion percentage. So is the guy a jumper or is he a quarterback? I need to know. We're going to find out real quick because he's going to be starting week one, I'm assuming. You know, Mr. Logical setting up. I see him. He got his notes in hand. You know, does Mr. Logical know that at halftime, Jason Tatum only has one point? Does Mr. Logical know that? Yeah, I know. I saw it. I don't even know why he kicked it out to him for the for the jumper at the end of the quarter. Yes, Maybe so ladies Mark and Mark was trying to get him going. Miss Logical's in the building. He's here. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's here. Going. I'm gonna take a sip of water now. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I was letting everybody know. You know, starting tomorrow, two five daily. You know, picking random a random sports topic, two to three minutes, YouTube only, exclusive. So, you know, coming at you. Yeah, I've been looking at the schedule. And, you know, last week we were talking about the AFC East. And we differed on, you know, I picked the Jets to finish in second place. You picked Miami. After looking at the schedule, and I know they play the same teams and everything for the most part. But just the way the games line up, you know, I think I might have to be switching my pick, you know, and picking Miami ahead of the Jets. But we'll see as we get closer to the season. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got here. 
You know, Check so I'm, the schedule out. Yeah, so I'm watching going here. Yeah, I'm watching the NFL network. You know, some of these teams just got some back to backs, man. You know, I mean, we talked offline about Jacksonville playing in London back to back. You know, just move them already. So league schedule. What we got? So Kansas City at the tree. I guess they are really gonna Ride that hype train of Detroit's back. And they're hoping, and I saw Detroit and Minnesota in week 18. So, you know, they're they're hoping that that's for the division title. I'm hoping that's for the division title. I mean, it should be. I don't know yeah. why. I mean, unless Jordan Love is something that we're not thinking. Yeah, but he would have to be extraordinary in his first year to take the team back from freaking, what is it? I mean, all they got to do is eight or eight, nine with a legend. All they got to do is play some defense. They lost <laughs> all of the pieces. They got, they got, they, they still got, they still got the running backs in place. Yeah. Do they run the ball a lot? They need, they going to start. Does <laughs> have a lot of run plays in that playbook. He better get them. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, you're making a lot you know, of hope on should and get. The oh, I'm not, I'm Carolina. not, I'm not, oh, I'm not hoping easy at all. Win right at the gate, Atlanta, not, Carolina. Of course, oh, it's yeah. a one o'clock slot. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's never going to get another primetime game. You know, Miami and uh, Kansas City week nine in Germany. You know, that's going to be a good one. You got Miami you know, and Kansas City week nine in Germany? Yeah, up in Frankfurt. Maybe a potential expansion, you know, team. We'll get into that in a second. Germany, I mean, you do have more. You have a substantial number of military bases there. Well, I mean, if you're going to have, if you have enough, I don't know if you have enough sports fans. I don't know if Germany. Well, I imagine Germany's not notorious for being like sports fans. No, I know, but I mean, we had the um, the Rhine fire in the World League and everything, you know, NFL Europe. But just from the standpoint, if you're going to add a London team, because I know you're big on that, thinking that that's going to happen and be inevitable, you got to add something. You know, they got to have some local games around them. They can't come I mean, to the states for every but, game. But that's the thing. Uh, United Kingdom fans are just basically, I mean, you know, up until 1776, we were all one hood. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like we kind of have that same persona. Like Central Europe doesn't really have that fanatic aspect to their personality. You know, like all all I know is everybody's in the football. But all I know is if London gets a football team, we got to absorb the Barcelona Dragons. That's all I know. Yeah, the most you'll be able to get. Is probably the UK because it's English. You speak English. So are you they just already, have- they, they're already like you know just conglomerate of of football, the so traditional just- <laughs> world soccer fans. Yeah, I was going to say you just gonna have the NFL. You gonna have the NFL version of the Premier League. <laughs> Yo, it's London it's, against Liverpool. You know, <laughs> there's. I think, like I said, we'll we'll get into the deets of that when we you know when we hit that topic. Uh, but you know, looking at the schedules, we got the international games, Ravens and London on the 15th to take on the Titans. Yep, yep. Dolphins, Chiefs, Colts, Patriots. I don't know if I don't really like the the marquee teams playing in Europe because it's like I think the 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 fact that it's an American football game is gonna pack. 
No matter so, who you send. No matter who you send. Yeah, and yeah, I you think they've been getting used to getting the Jacksonville game, the Giant game, the send Carolina, game. Send Carolina and Indiana. Carolina versus Chicago. Yeah. Going to sell 40,000. Because I think I think they're playing in smaller stadiums. I know mm-hmm. Wembley, one of the, the, the stadiums is massive. You know, 70, Yeah, Wembley's pretty seats. big, yeah. But I think the one like Tottenham and some of these other places are like 40. They're like traditional soccer stadium so if you can sell out forty thousand seats and it'll look crazy packed because it's right every seat's full and it's a, you know they're great looking stadiums because they're designed for soccer with the big open roof so i think it'll be just kind of a dope look but right i think you can sell out forty thousand seats chicago versus detroit in october i mean i don't think they're going to put a division game over there though but but you know who who what, what what did the Jets do? Like what did Aaron Rodgers do? So let's you know they got Buffalo week one, you know Kansas City week four, Philly week six. You know I mean granted they're all at home, you know, but you know you're you're automatically looking down the barrel of three and three potentially. Like For I think Jets. Yeah, so when I looked at the Jets schedule, they had the full Boy. breakout on the screen. I said that I had them starting three and four, like four and three was probably going to be their best. Cause even if they don't lose all three of these coming off of playing these games, there's a potential to slip up against your next opponent, you know? And then, so, so this is what it was. So they got, so they got Buffalo week one at home. They're at Dallas in week two, (laughs) Kansas city at home in week four, the Eagles at home in week six. You're just going to skip over the Patriots in week three. Yes, I'm gonna skip over the loss. Hey, hold up, wait, wait. You know why? I'm gonna skip over that. You know, but they got the Chargers in Week Nine. You know, so like, I don't know who set up this schedule, but I don't know if they don't like Aaron Rodgers or they just think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna be a star. I don't know. Like, what's your take? What's your takeaways? I'm looking at something. Oh, we're at Met. Oh, okay. Got Atlanta. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. No, I got sorry. Atlanta at MetLife. No, no, you got Patrick Mahomes. We ain't talking about Atlanta. We got Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at the schedule. No, I know. The, I'm I just know. looking at how it lays out for the Jets. I didn't. I, I didn't think that was going to be a home game. They switched that because originally I saw like the original schedule, and that was going to be an away game. But the only thing that sucks is December. It's right. cold off the Hudson. It, <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's cold. But, uh, I mean, I think people feel like the Jets are quarterback away. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't recall in recent years where that has been the narrative and then the team goes out and the first move they make, like, puts them over the hump. Right. As far as, like, a free agent or a trade. Because everyone felt the same way about Denver. Denver was a quarterback away. With that defense, they're quarterback away. Got Russell – didn't work out. Uh, San Francisco was a quarterback away. They trade mm-hmm. up to get Trey Lance, end up mm-hmm. running back, running it back with Jimmy Garoppolo with mm-hmm. less draft capital. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in Vegas this year. Yeah, that's just going to be a show. I don't just know if you want to. For your hey, million dollar section. I don't know if he still got them connects with Kendra Lust, but if not, you know, he could find some other things out there. Hey, I mean, he's in the. Sin City, great city, <laughs> but he definitely will. He'll definitely be able to put out one tweet and yes. have his hotel room popping. I'm definitely looking forward to Miami against the Chargers in Week One. You know that game will be in LA. 
You know, Miami goes to Kansas City week nine. So Tyreek Hill, we saw the Facebook talk. We saw the talking trash. The Chiefs are waiting on Tyreek to show up. You know what I'm saying? We'll see if they eat those words. So we got. So we're just doing a preview, but you said you got potentially the Jets. I just don't like, I just don't like, I just don't like the way the Jets schedule sets up. Like, you know, I knew the teams they were going to play. You know what I mean? So, like, you had an idea, but you you just didn't know the order of the games. And, you know, looking at some of those back-to-backs, you know, just doesn't – especially, you know, Aaron Rodgers is new there. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I imagine the first two games, Buffalo and I believe it was Dallas, um, you know, yeah, at home against Buffalo and at Dallas. That's going to be a tough way to break in with a new team, I think. That's going to be a tough game playing against the New York Jets on 9-11. That's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of emotions gonna be charged up. I imagine it's gonna be some kind of tribute. You know, you know what? I you could have gave me Giants and Jets that day. You know what I mean? They play later this season. That could have been week one, but I guess you got to have the marquee matchup the against Buffalo to start the season. I think, but Giants Jets on nine eleven. I mean, Why not? That I mean that 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 sells itself. Well, only because they play each other later in the season. You know, that's yeah, the only New reason York, I said that. New York, yeah. New York versus New York, celebrating New yeah, York. Yeah, as full as New York are themselves, why not give them both teams at the same Listen, time? Listen, I mean, it's the greatest city in the world, but I mean, we've yeah, that's over that. Yeah, that's why their teams play in Jersey. Just why, just how they're like. There's a million times more postcards Brick, of New York Brick City. Brick City stand up. Brick City, Brick City got that pep. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> they play a little north than Newark. You know what uh, there's no space in the city. We you going to play yeah. at Shea Stadium still or play at Yankee Stadium? Not hard to just get to the Bronx. <laughs> it takes forever. Yeah. I like them in the East Rutherford. It's yeah. easy. You know, real quick, you know, saying uh, still at halftime in Philly, Boston 50, Philly 43. You know, Boston was up by 14 early. Philly cut it down to seven. Joel Embiid came up a little hobbly earlier, but he stayed in the game. You know, he's hitting all his free throws, not so much from the field. <laughs> James you know, Harden. It's like 84, 86% from the free throw line. I know. That's wild for a big man. His ability to shoot from the free throw line just makes me wonder why isn't everyone that good from the free throw line? His ability it's, to shoot from the free throw line that well makes me wonder how Philly hasn't made an Eastern Conference Finals yet. Because uh, trust the process and they, they don't have any real assets. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, you had a chance to look at the Falcons schedule. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here in a second. I mean, I'm never really optimistic in regards to my team. I mean, I did pick them to win the division, but that's just yep. because I think everybody else's is is not really that. Yep. And I went over, really going to stand out. Yep, and I went over that for the fans. I, I recapped all of our picks. So they're in the know, you know, saying just like I'm happy because every year all I ask for is Washington and Dallas on Thanksgiving. Just like you said, the, the New York thing writes itself. You got to have, well, we're not Native Americans anymore, but <laughs> Cowboys, you got to have a more Native, you got to have it on Thanksgiving. But real quick, you know, saying I'm looking at Washington's schedule. You know what I mean? Look at, just looking at the home games right now, I feel pretty good. You know, um, Cardinals to start the season in week one, probably taking an L to Buffalo in week three. You know, got the Bears on Thursday night football because, you know, that's the rematch from when we went to Chicago last year on Thursday night football. Uh, Eagles week eight, Giants week 11, Dolphins week 13, Niners 17, Cowboys 18. So, you know, 
at best, I say three and five in those home games. You know, so that's projecting a win over Arizona, you know, maybe a win over Chicago and a win against either the Giants or the 49ers. And then on the road at Cleveland, Ravens, Bengals. So who set up that schedule where we going to play all these teams? Oh, I'm sorry. That's preseason. My bad. Um, yeah. So at Denver week two, you know, at Philly week four, at Atlanta, you know, I think we could go into the dome and win, you know, Des- Desmond Ritter, you know, uh, at the at the Giants, at the Patriots week nine, at Seattle. So we ain't winning there, you know. Um, Dallas week 12, Rams week 15, Jets week 16. So at best right now, first guess, first guess. At best, I'm going six and eleven. That's at best. That's at best. You know, because I don't know what Sam Howell is. I mean, like, even if you believed in him in college, which I thought he was a good college player, he was still a fifth round draft pick. You know, once he got some hype in his senior year and got some Heisman fanfare, he ain't do shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, everybody like was happy because he beat Dallas, but Dallas just wasn't ready for that game. Dallas is just one of those, they're just temperamental at best. And sometimes they play well, sometimes they don't. Um, and, you know, if they say you play up for certain competition, they probably looked at it like whatever. And then most football games are one possession games anyway. So if you make two mistakes, you're 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 pretty much in a position to be down, you know, uh-huh. a couple of possessions because you're you're giving up in the back and forth. You can't just give up possessions. Hey, so so you remember who I you remember who I picked to win the AFC North last week? You picked the Ravens, didn't you? Don't like the schedule. <laughs> Don't like the schedule. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and you know, uh, so here here's here's a four game stretch right here. So week nine, Seattle. Week ten, Cleveland. Week eleven, Thursday night football against Cincinnati, and then at the Chargers, week twelve. So I don't like that three-game stretch. And then I also don't like weeks 15 through 18 <laughs> at, Jackson, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, at home against Miami, and then finishing it up with Pittsburgh at home. I don't like neither one of those four-game right. stretches. So I'm not concerned with their stretches because I think they get a bunch of layups early. They do. They get <laughs> – so I got them one and one after two weeks because I got them losing yeah, to the Bengals. Losing at Cincinnati. I can see that. They beat the Colts. They beat the Browns. Steelers are a toss up. Steelers are a toss up. But, but they so should, four. but they should win. They should. So we got I got them a four and one up against the Titans. Titans week six. They're starting Will Levis. By then already? Oh yeah. They're okay. gonna be sick of Tannehill. Okay. His ankles gonna bother him. All right, Detroit in week seven. Detroit, uh, a lot of teams that don't. This is something that happens a lot. A team that people kind of picked a year early, and they give you like a taste of their talent, whatever the case may be, often gets overpicked the following mm-hmm. year. I.e., Denver last year. I'm gonna use mm-hmm. Denver as a light example because they're like your standard cautionary tale. I think the Lions are going to be the same thing. I think the Lions are probably hover around eight, nine, exciting, 
seven and you know seven and ten something like that nothing crazy um so i got them so I about got, week eight man like up to i'm looking at 11 first, and six. i got them i got them eight and one seven I, and two at worst after well back to the browns because i have no faith in the browns i got them eight and two after 10 games i got um yeah i could see that but i got them seven and three who's the three I got uh, at Cincinnati, you know, at Pittsburgh, and then I'm going to put some faith in my Lions. Nah, I, I, I just don't see it. And it's, and it's, okay, it's late October in Baltimore, outdoors, Jared Goff, California kid. Hey, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure people said that about Lambeau Field in week 18 last year, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think I, they're motivated just to get Aaron Rodgers. About but it but I think that but I think that late four game stretch, you know, is what I got my eyes. The the closing four games, that's what I got my eyes on. Like I'm not so necessarily. 14, so I'm um, starting with fifteen. Starting with fifteen. Jacksonville at, at Jacksonville. 49ers I have zero faith. I don't say zero faith in the 49ers because it's kind of dispensive. I just don't think they'll have the quarterback situation. I can see, but I can see, I can see their defense giving Lamar trouble and keeping it low scoring. Hey, how the defense do against Philly last year when Brock Purdy went out? They didn't do so well. They didn't do it. They didn't do well at all. <laughs> they, they didn't, didn't do, do so well, well at all. How did <laughs> that defense do when they went to Atlanta and lost by two touchdowns? They were basically down by two touchdowns all game. I'll, I'll, I'll remember I that one that well. Yeah, I, do. I, do. I, I remember a lot of turnovers, a lot of big plays by the dirty birds. But just I think people just kind of they have selective memory with Shanahan and the 49ers because everyone picked them to be it. And mm-hmm. every year they do the same thing. They get you to one point, they just break your heart. Mm-hmm. But then they do one move that makes that doesn't make them a, 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 a power. It's not a power move, mm-hmm. but people have been trying to sell us on Sam Darnold. Listen, I got a, I, I, I bought a BMW. It's a nice car. I like it, but it's got a lot of miles on it and it needs work. Just because it says BMW on the front doesn't mean I can go tell everybody, like, yo, it's a BMW. It's legit. I know it needs work. I can't front. Sam Darnold is that. He looks the part. Six three, six four, big arm, strongest arm. Yeah, strong arm that he throws to no one, or he overthrows, or he he has like the same amount of games, interceptions, mm-hmm. and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like just the definition of mediocrity. But he goes to San Francisco. Oh, with that running game, yeah, the running game is great. Mm-hmm. If I think the dude can throw to Kittle, but if all you got is Kittle and you handed the ball off to the other best wide receiver. I'm going to put eight dudes in the box and say, Sam Darnold, hit that post route. I'm going to play cover three and say, can you hit this route? No, you can't. And we're going to win. You're I'm going to see ghosts. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sick of like just people not looking at football. Like history doesn't, people don't just change. Mm-hmm. Like Patrick Mahomes wouldn't go to another team and be awful. Right. Right. Like right now in his prime. So, you know, Smith team, might. <laughs> you know, Smith took some years of some tutelage and listening and yeah. sitting around and studying, and he got average. It looks crazy because people writ- have written him off, but he mm-hmm. just ascended to like, oh, he he ascended to what Tannehill can give you. Everyone hates on Tannehill's performance. People hate on what Jimmy Garoppolo can give you. 
that's the that's the the chunk. That's most of your quarterbacks. That's your quarterbacks nine through twenty two are pretty much getting you the same thing. Those guys twenty three to thirty four, yeah, they're probably pretty mediocre. From Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, you're, that's what you're going to get a bunch of dudes in the middle there. Sam Darnold's outside of that. Geno Smith snuck into there. Tannehill's mixed into there. Uh, Matt Ryan's last year was like in that little mix of like that nine and 22 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out of the quarterbacks. The top seven to eight guys are the guys who are leading, who are the top four season each conference in the playoffs. Like those are those guys. So San Francisco gets, gets Sam Darnold. And you still, you still got Brock Purdy injured. You still got Trey Lance and Trey's draft capital for it. any other team that had this many questions at quarterback would not be getting picked because their defense is high. See, San, San Francisco is like it's the toughest schedule for me to go over. You know what I mean? Like because I'm the way I'm looking at this, and I ain't trying to be disrespectful to 49er Nation out there, but I'm thinking I see like I, I think I, I think I see like eight and nine. <laughs> which is not unreasonable when you enter a season with two injured quarterbacks and an unproven guy that's on his third team. Any other, if that's, you, that a, a third guy on his third team that sees ghost. Yeah. Like unproven guy on his, not even like you got unproven and B diving on the floor, all 300 pounds trying to win it. So you have, Ooh, Ooh. Hey, they got it back down to five though. Oh, somebody hurt. Yeah, some some weird happened. All right, I guess I'll hold turn. Up. I guess I'll turn my channel back to the uh, game. Then you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad. Like this live action, Jalen Brown took a bad spill, like it was wet or something. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't stopped play. Like he slipped awkwardly, and he's like pointing to the floor, and they they didn't do anything. They're just playing. Like this should be a referee timeout situation. He's still pointing to the floor. Uh, hold on, let's see. Did he slip? Oh, yeah. Jalen Brown. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad slip too. Yeah, and then he was like saying, "Like yo," and then they didn't clean up where he fell, so he hey. slips. He slips here. Yeah, and bead. Then yeah. bounces, falls, slides, and they still didn't sit anybody out to clean out. They just kept running the play. It's like stop the game for thirty seconds and dry the floor off. Hey, so yeah, um, he looks to be all right. Yeah. So San Francisco, my bad. I got a little sidetracked with the with the fall. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I, I think I see eight and nine at best. So and even that's tough. Like even the eight is tough. So Steelers. That could be a toss up. I, I'm gonna go, I'm but, gonna it's, but it's Mike on the road. Tomlin. It's on the road, though. I'm gonna take Mike Tomlin in that one. Yep, I uh, agree. I agree. So, which way is it? San Francisco always beats the Rams, right? Yes. Okay. Except for that one time in the NFC title game. In SoFi, uh, I'm gonna go week two. Stafford is healthy right now. None of the the San Francisco quarterbacks are. I'm going to say the Rams win that. Danny Dimes in San Francisco on a Thursday. Well, a prime video. So, yeah, Thursday night game. So, that's a short turnaround. They don't leave the state. I think it's a toss-up, but, but I think they win that one just because of the logistics. For, for San Francisco. Giants? 
for San Francisco. You, you're saying San Francisco is going to win because they they don't leave the state like they basically play they play in L.A. Well, well, it's come like right back up to San Francisco. I, so I don't I don't have the numbers. Thursday. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Jason Tatum still missing shots. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but road teams don't do very well on Thursday night. Well, nobody did well on Thursday night last year. Well, just from, well, just from the <laughs> standpoint flag, flag football game. Well, just from the standpoint that they're traveling on the short week as well. You know, so um, and I don't know. Is it okay? Is that uh, I hear that, and we, and we talk about this traveling on a short week. They have a private jet, so <laughs> the Giants game is over. So the Giants week three game, we figure they're going to be in a one o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. That game's over at four o'clock, four thirty Sunday. They're on the private jet. Realistically, by 9 30, 10 o'clock, still beat up, and they're in California, which they go back in time, so they get back three hours. So it's a five hour flight, give and take five hours. I think it's five hours to San Francisco. That, that airport sounds from. about right. So they get in at 11 p.m. on the west coast, and now they sit. Rest Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, install, Wednesday, walk through, Thursday, play the game. I mean, it's, it's tough. I think it's tough for everybody because the main thing, I think San Francisco is going to get beat up in L.A. Mm-hmm. And they, they got to come back north. And granted, the flight from L.A. to San Francisco is only like 45 minutes. And we got a two-point game in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, 62-60 Celtics. Yeah, so, you know. Um, one and three, one and four. Didn't they get Cincinnati pretty four, quick after that? <laughs> two and five, two and six, two and seven, three and seven, three and eight, three and nine, <laughs> three and ten. I said I wasn't going to be ten. disrespectful, San Francisco, but it sounded like Mr. Logical is. Four and eleven. They got to come from San Francisco to the Maryland. Oh, they ain't gonna lose to us. Yeah, your your quarter. If they if, they got our number for some reason, like whenever we play them, it's we always play them tight. They're always way better. We five and eleven. Tight. You know, we we might be starting Jacoby Brissett by then. Yeah. So if we, if we start J- Jacoby Brissett, we're gonna beat San Francisco. <laughs> Six and eleven to five and twelve is best I can give San Francisco. Okay, that's gonna be interesting once the season starts. You know, yeah, especially when it starts to play out. Like, yo, this dude was really right. Simply because you need at some point in a game against when you have the Giants. Even though people might not think Daniel Dimes is top, you know what the case? He is their established quarterback. You have your established running back. You have your system in place. Mm-hmm. You got to beat that out. The Cardinals are going to be playing with Colt McCoy starting. Did they Possibly. sign anybody? Possibly. Are they going to go pick up Carson Wentz for Mike Glennon with the neck? I don't know what, what they're doing. Hey, there. you know what? In that division, they go get Carson Wentz. They might go eight and nine. <laughs> if he literally just – if he knew to throw the check down and knew to throw it away, he would be all right. Yeah, because you know the Rams, the Rams don't have Ramsey anymore. You know, um, we'll see what Stafford looks like. You know, like yeah, I think he's if, pretty healthy. If Stafford, if Stafford is healthy, then I think he can do what he did for Detroit. He can throw you a couple of victories. 
that you shouldn't have. I just don't think San Francisco has that guy that can throw you a victory. Yeah, the Rams. You yeah, the Rams could finish second. The Rams could finish second. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think Seattle. Like I picked Seattle last week. I'm sticking with Seattle so far. You know, of course, we'll revisit this because I'm sure you know we're going to have injuries and all this stuff over the summer. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm sticking with Seattle for now. If but, your key players play seventy to seventy five percent of your games. Uh, then you should be all right. But I'm looking, I say real quick on the schedule before we go to the expansion because it does kind of tie in because Atlanta will be playing in London. We got rookie Bryce Young, week one, Frank Wright head coach. I don't know really what, I don't know what his imprint was in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, I mean, I'm going to give us a win there. I don't know what Green Bay can do with Jordan Love. I'm going to go ahead and take that. I think Jared Goff and the Lions are established. They got their identity. I think that might be a loss. The London game with Jacksonville um, depends on how well we're running the ball at that point, keeping Trevor Lawrence. But Atlanta did bulk up the defensive line. I'm just going to give – uh, <laughs> I got y'all two and two starting now. Yeah. So I'll 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 be honest. I'll you know I'm not gonna speak like a fan. I'm gonna speak like a real analyst. So I got two and two. Houston's a win. I got Washington's a win. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield's a win. So I got five and two. Five and two up to Tennessee on late October. Uh, depends on who Tennessee runs out there. Cause I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if Rabel's really got the locker room. Cause it seemed like those guys kind of fall apart. Cause they didn't really lose any talent. They went from number one to not making the well, playoffs. Well, you know, it's so weird. Cause I think he's a good coach, but you know, they traded. Is he though? I think he is. I mean, I, I mean, as much as a good coach could be, I mean, I mean, he's one, he got to the playoffs with Tannehill. You is know what he I mean? a good coach or is he, Dan Campbell with a couple of good years. Well, I don't know because you got to remember they traded AJ Brown. You know they drafted an overweight dude from Arkansas to replace AJ Brown. Overweight, he just was sick. He, <laughs> was, he was sick at practice, and he, couldn't, and he couldn't handle the heat. You know what I mean? And then, uh, and then you got, uh, you know what else? They they let uh, my guy go, Adoree Jackson. They let him go. So I mean, I think they've had some losses over the years. And James Harden getting one of his calls again, but we got a tight game in Philly, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, I don't know. I like as if I don't know what the I, rankings are of I, like I easy schedule, at but best, as I'm looking at this, at best with it's with, top five easiest schedule at, for sure. At best, at best, I could give him breaks with some breaks. I could see eleven and six. You know, um, but 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 real because you're talking with me and I'm a fan. No, no, it's because it's because I just don't know. Schedule is crazy. The schedule is easy. The division. We we talked about the division. We talked about the division. You know what I mean? Like there is a possibility that either Atlanta or New Orleans could like go five and one in the division. This is this is this is how we'll just we'll just count this up real quick and then we'll go into expansion. We're gonna count the teams that are starting a new quarterback this year. 
mm-hmm. whether it be a rookie or just a new guy for their team. Just count those games. Houston and Green Bay back to back. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold on, I'll have to count New Orleans twice. Okay, so. So Carolina one two. That's the first year with with this team, not a first year quarterback, but the first right. year starting with this team, right? Or you know, obviously rookies are first year guys, right? So Carolina one, Green Bay two, Houston three, Washington. I guess we'll give them that one game, but essentially no, I'll, I'll count them as a new quarterback. Yeah, we'll go four. Baker Mayfield five. Uh, whoever Arizona trots out there, November six. Derek Carr in New Orleans seven. Aaron Rodgers, eight. Baker Mayfield again. Carolina again, 10. <laughs> Indianapolis again, 11. But they and got Michael Jordan at quarterback. 12. But that's 12 teams that Atlanta's going to play when this quarterback is the first year starting for them. Mm-hmm. And a handful of them are rookie or second year guys. Mm-hmm. Or quote unquote over the hill guys. I mean the only, mystery, the only problem is guys. Like, we have no idea who's gonna be starting in Arizona. The only problem is we don't know what Desmond Ritter is. But that's the thing you don't like they Atlanta was top three, top five in rushing last year. I think they were number one. It, it was it was up there. I don't know if it was yeah. like one. I think it's like they might have been one in the category like attempts per game, but they might have been like third in yards or like a, you know, rush attempts, or it was mm-hmm. a couple of guys that were like over a thousand. You know, stuff like like those kind of statistics that kind of like you know illuminate your running game. Yeah, but I don't think Desmond Ritter's a bad quarterback. No, I don't think he's bad. I, I just, I just, it, but I don't think he's a mistake. I don't think he's a mistake guy. I think he's probably going to be your quintessential. Let me get a guy. Let me try to think of a like a Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to give you Jimmy Garoppolo kind of plays. I can hit see this that. slant. Hit this drag route, hit this corner route with the tight end. So either the tight end catches it or it goes out of bounds. I don't think it's going to be a lot of four verticals. He won't, I don't think they'll have a lot of passing concepts that like Philly runs. Right. Where it was like deep posts and all these crosses and you got to wait for Like, I think it's going to be like, yo, this is, this is the read over here. Mm-hmm. This is the second one. If you get to this one, that's, that's all you got. So either you got to roll, get out the pocket, and get out of bounds, or get four, three, four yards and slide. Because he ran, he ran like a four. Leave me around like a four, six, four, six, five, four. Yeah. So I know he the year he in his combine he was he had the fastest time for a quarterback. So he can move. You just mm-hmm. prefer him not to. Right. And you know Niang with another three. So sixty nine, sixty five, Philly with a minute fifty left in the third quarter. You know, so, you know, Philly came all the way back from 14 down. So we'll see if Boston can keep their season alive. Jalen Brown on the fast break going one on two gets fouled. So, you know, we talked about European expansion and everything. You know, um, I wanted to look at expansion. You know, there's been waves out there that we may get a European team or, you know, just some form of expansion at some point. And maybe not even expansion, but just maybe a team that's currently somewhere going to move somewhere else. So, you know, <clears throat> so from that standpoint, I told everybody earlier, I don't want to focus on cities that already had teams, you know, St. Louis, Oakland, these places like that. You can cho- you could do that if you choose to, but I'm not going to because they had their chances. They had their teams. You don't get no more. If the Seattle, if Seattle can't get the Supersonics back, 
you know, for like 30 years or, or what? No, it ain't even that long. For like 15 years or whatever it is, y'all can't have a team back already. So, so what you got, man? What, what you think is a good city for an NFL expansion? Inside of the the lower 48? Sure. None. None. I think I think none. I, I don't think there's any city that I can really think of that's like star for a team. None. Like we we talked we talked about Virginia. Like I talked about that for a while, but logistically, where would you put it? Where would you put the team? Um, mm-hmm. South Carolina. There, that's college football country. Most of those are Panthers fans or they're Falcons fans. Texas is covered. Don't don't go into your territory. <laughs> hey, you know the, you know there's a city that hosted the New Orleans Saints when Katrina yeah. happened that has 1.5 million people and is the seventh biggest city in the country. Yeah, but it got a dome. You got two teams already. Yeah, but, but but so look at these. Okay, so look at it like this, right? This is the way I'm looking at it. So I guess New York has three teams, even though the teams play in Jersey. But you know they got Buffalo still as well. As New York they, they got Buffalo as well. You, you know, okay. And then my uh, Florida has three teams. You know, Jacksonville, Miami, and Tampa. And then California is well represented. I mean, the Raiders left, but you know, you still got the 49ers, the Rams, the Chargers. I don't think I'm missing anybody. You know, so like, why can't Texas have three teams? I mean, and I'm because because like just looking at San Antonio, I mean, I'm not doing the thing because I live in San Antonio, but I'm just looking at population, you know, and it doesn't even have to be San Antonio. It could be Austin, you know, even, you know, even though Austin, you, your fan, where are you going to get your fans from? If well, you bring I, a team well, in the state of Texas, where are you getting your fans from for that team? That's a good question. That's, that's a good question. But I, all I'll say is you talked about being football starved. You know, Texas is all about football. Yeah, but how are you going to get there? Because like people see Texas on the map, and if you ever driven through Texas, you need to take like more vacation days because it takes forever to get anywhere. But when you get there, you got everything. Mm-hmm. Germany's a lot like that. Where you go, you could drive. Like that's why the autobahn is no speed limit. People go, oh, there's no speed limit in the autobahn. Yeah, there's no speed limit because between this town and this town, it's nothing. Like mm-hmm. this major city and this major city. Like from Munich to Stuttgart, you, you're doing 100 miles an hour because it's just. They just it's open read, road. Just, yeah. just open road. Texas is the same way. So you put a team in. So you got Houston mm-hmm. out there on in on the Gulf. Then you got San Antonio, more south central Texas. You got Dallas, which is north central. Mm-hmm. You're like getting your fans from like what you're gonna get them from El Paso. That's one long travel day. To get to San Antonio for Texas. <laughs> well, I think State. well, I think San Antonio, you know, due to like heritage, the Alamo, all that stuff. I think there'll be people that will gravitate towards a San Antonio team. And Austin is only about seventy miles away, so you know, like, but aren't they all legitimately already hardcore Cowboys fans? Possibly. I know Houston. I know Houston they they had, but the Houston had the Oilers. They had the Oilers back in the day. So they had they had like you know people were kind of already in, you know like people probably weren't Dallas Cowboy fans in mm. that region. So you throw a team back in there, boom, they're good to go. Same thing when when the Browns left to go to Baltimore, you throw the Browns right back in Cleveland, and the fans mm. came right back. Like 
like all the records I think went to Baltimore. Yes. So all yeah, they started fresh. Record, yeah. So they started fresh. So like uh-huh. if you caught six touchdowns, you were leading receiver <laughs> Browns history with the new Cleveland Browns. So I like Texas as a football like. Texas is one of those states where you could put like a new XFL team, USFL team, because people are starved in between college football Mm -hmm. and NFL. But I just don't know where you get your fans from. I don't know if you sell out a 50,000, 60,000 seat arena in San Antonio on Sunday if Houston and Dallas are both playing at 425. Well, I don't know if Houston is the concern. (laughs) I mean, but it's like, it's like, okay, if I'm already here, do I go to San Antonio? For well, no, I just, I just I mean, to, no, no, I like just, just mean as far as people in San Antonio being Texans fans, that's what I meant. Yeah, but I'm just talking about just, just people just having an, an outlet for a team. I know they were big, but I think when was Katrina? Was Katrina before? It was 2006. Five? 2005, 2005. Yeah. I think I was in Korea. When did Houston, the Texans, was it after that? No, I think the Texans was before that. It was it 2002 with Derek Carr, right? Or David Carr? It was David okay. Carr, the big brother. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got you. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah. So I like Texas. Like I said, XFL, USFL. I don't know if you can do NFL team. Um, you said not back to St. Louis, which is legit. I mean, I, th- I think St. Louis. My main thing is like, I, I like St. Because I don't know if you can add a team. Yeah, so thirty-two teams. Yeah, so it was two thousand two. Two thousand two. So we got yeah, it was two thousand two. Um, so 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 don't I, I think St. Louis. St. Louis is a star. I mean, like St. Louis is the ultimate sports town. You know, like um, at least as far as their support of the Cardinals. They had thirty-five thousand people at the XFL games every you know, week. They averaged yeah. like 34,000 fans. St. Louis is a sports town. You know, I I just didn't want to. I mean, I think they're. They go without saying is basically what I'm getting yeah. at. But I just didn't want to focus on cities that already had teams. So what? So in your expansion plan, are you moving a team that's already in the league, or are you making a new one? Now it depends because if you if you go to London route, I would imagine that would probably be a new team unless it's going to be Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville. It could be because they go there every year anyway. They, they got the rapport. They just lift right out. They got the rapport. They, it's like the third friend in a friend group that never comes out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, man, Jacksonville just never hangs out. So, you know, keep <laughs> Miami and Tampa Bay. So you divide, you know, you divide uh, Florida in half. You got the Miami fans. You got Tampa Bay fans. Well, I just don't know at this point. Jacksonville. At this point, besides Jacksonville, I can't really think of a sitting team that would move. You The... Getting the Chargers out of L.A. That could be a thing, but I think the Chargers business-wise want to stay in L.A. Stay on L.A. Best case, you go south back to... Maybe they could be the Anaheim Chargers of Los Angeles, you know? And Yeah, (laughs) Anaheim Chargers of Los Angeles. Get your own stadium, but I don't know what the SoFi Chargers, Rams, Stan Kroenke, uh, Spanos family deal looks like. Um, They need to holler at uh, Balmer. You know what I'm saying? Go holler at Inglewood. I mean, if you think about another city, maybe you put uh, 
maybe I don't know. I don't know if Portland's a big enough city. See, I'm Portland, trying to think of teams that already exist and trying to keep them in the same region, so you don't have to realign right. conferences. Yeah, so Portland was another city that I thought of uh, talking to some local Portlanders. You know, they don't think that the city could support an NFL team, you know, which I don't see why not, because I know the Oakland A's, Portland was one of the cities that they were looking at. And I mean, all they really have there is the Trailblazers. I mean, they have the soccer team, the Timbers, you know what I mean? But I don't think Portland couldn't have a market. I think Portland probably has a couple more Microsoft billionaires that are in that region, like people who were there in the beginning who got like a two or three or 5% stake that probably are worth about one and a half, $2 billion like that are just in that region. Cause that's cause Ballmer, he was in that region. You had Paul Allen, mm-hmm. uh, granted you still got Bill Gates. So they essentially just made their money there and bought, stuff there bought land and bought the airspace of other houses so you can't fly over it and stuff like that right um i think i think london because we're talking about london and so i went to my my handy source uh my ai source called chat gpt because originally i went to google because i had a question and i wanted to get one website that just kind of gave me like a list because sometimes sometimes you just want a list like i want to you know top 50 you know, rap albums of all time, as far as record sales, mm-hmm. you might go to a website, man, you got to click through 50 different slides. And it's like, listen, I just want a list that I can read off on my podcast. Yeah. So stop I, it with I, the slides, y'all. Yeah. So I, I asked Chad GPT, you know, what is the flight time from every NFL city to London? It gave me about half, but it, it's, it's re, you can tell it's regional. So it's basically about the same number. So from the Jets, it's seven to eight hours from where they can fly out of, out of, mm-hmm. you know, Teterboro or one of these private places. New England, six to seven hours. Cowboys, nine to 10 hours. The Seattle Seahawks, for some reason, says nine to 10 hours. I'm not sure how that math works out, but, you know, we'll call it, we'll call it 10. San Francisco, 10 to 11. LA, 10 to 11 hours. So mm-hmm. you can get your private jet from, you know, West Coast to London in 10 to 11 hours. Mm-hmm. I know it's further, but a flight from Seattle to Miami is about six already. So I grant I know it's, a, you know, four more hours. But if you put Jacksonville in London, then you're looking at a two-hour flight. Maybe you do something for the teams that are playing. Maybe you play back-to-backs, or maybe you put them on the East Coast one week. You know, you put Seattle against like Baltimore or something, yeah. Baltimore, and they can fly right out of there. You put them somewhere where it's like a big hub where they mm-hmm. can just get, like, boom, we're going to have you play out of Buffalo. We're going to have you play a game out of Philly or something like that. You could fly from Philly to London. So I don't think it'd be, I don't think it'd be that crazy. And I think they rise out because – they're a team on the rise. They have the quarterback. He has the quarterback face, the long hair, marketability. They sent them. They sent the team over there multiple years to Jacksonville. They probably have a Jacksonville band fan base. Oh, definitely in London. What so, what uh, what division do they play in? They were just playing the AFC South still. You know what I mean? Because like so so that's why I asked the question earlier. Like if you go London, do you have to start looking at Barcelona or other places like that? That's a, that's a little further, country. obviously. That's a little further. Yeah, but. that's a little further. Um, 
England, the UK in general, they ha- they're soccer hooligan fans already. So yeah. I think they're already just really into fandom and, and team and fan ownership of teams. No Chelsea, by the way. You know, so like, you know, something like that in the, in the wrong part of town. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, I watched Ted Lasso. And this is a show on Apple TV. It's a great show. Well, he coaches a team, AFC Richmond. His son came to visit him, and they went and seen, like, a rival team. Uh, and he and after the game, they went to the AFC Richmond's pub, like a little local pub. And the, the lady who owns the bar, she came out, and the little boy showed her his shirt that he was wearing, like, a different, like, the rival uh, team's mm-hmm. jersey. She was like, those fans don't drink here and took his milk back. <laughs> and they were like, come on. He was like, so she put the milk. And down I know that's, I know that's overboard, but I love that. But what, but she wouldn't give the other two guys the beer. She was like, if you have his milk y'all, for y'all bringing it here, you can't have a beer, but she eventually gave it to him. But like, that's a real thing. Yeah. That's a real fandom. So yeah, you, you can get, if you can tap into that where people can still be, they can be fans of their traditional football but then you give them the American football team to root for. I think it makes the most sense. You can't move the Jets because there has to be somebody from the East. It has to be a team from the East Coast that you mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. Jets, Giants can't move. Commanders Washington can't, can't move. The Ravens can't move. I mean, maybe the Panthers, if you start sending them over there over the next three years, maybe you have a Super Bowl there in 2030. I mean, the ticket's already so outrageous anyway. Most people in the States who watch the game can't afford to go. So mm-hmm. only people buying tickets are people who really have, like, this extra long money. I don't know where all these people are getting this money from. Mm-hmm. How they sell out these stadiums for these eleven and $12,000 tickets or these million-dollar booths and all sorts of craziness. But maybe you float the idea of having the Super Bowl in London by 2030, but you got to get a team there by, like, mm-hmm. 2027. So what about uh, so what about Canada? Canada out. Canada, you would be able to get because I know there was some talk about Buffalo Buffalo. a few years ago. Mm -hmm. But I think Buffalo is like ingratiated to that town. It it had it it'd be equivalent of how Cleveland left to go to Baltimore. It's like Mm -hmm. you took a team that's basically the the identity of the city. He's like, you know what? We out. Yeah, I won't build us new stadium. We out. Like right. the like the Raiders leaving Oakland was kind of like that, but people saw the condition of the field they were playing in. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of understand. It's like, yo, you still got these dudes playing on the baseball field. Bo Jackson was playing on that field. Like, so we 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 can kind of as a as a fan, you can understand. Like, yeah, if, if I had a job that didn't give me a laptop. And I'm still working off a desktop and it's 2023. We've been through COVID. Everybody has laptops. My kids get laptops and your job can't offer you one. Another job, like, yeah, we'll give you a laptop and two monitors to take home to telework. You're like, <laughs> I, I got a slide. And that's yeah. what Vegas, Vegas, like, yeah, we can give you a stadium right downtown. So, so with the uh, London thing in mind, could we see like Arizona to Mexico City? I know the NFL's been playing some games there. The last, mostly 49er games. You know they've been playing down there the last mostly few years. Mostly 49er well. games. Uh, I think I think the NFL likes having a team in Arizona because you can always sell national championship game for college football. You can you can sell that arena mm-hmm. because you keep the fans. Like you just keep you keep it as a sports town. Mm-hmm. You move the football out, and then all of a sudden. 
baseball might want to leave. Mm-hmm. Hockey might want to leave. You know, so it's like you that's keep, still you wild to me. That they have a, a hockey team. Yeah, in yeah, yeah that's still to, wild. Go to practice in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, um, I know I was talking to some people earlier and somebody bought. So Canada wise, uh, I didn't like it, but somebody brought up Vancouver to me. You know, I get the idea behind it because of the closeness to Seattle, but I just don't see it. And I don't like I think Kate Canada already has their own league. Right. So there's no I, I wouldn't. See, I don't see it as a market mm-hmm. to send an NFL team there, even though it is quote unquote better, in my personal opinion. I don't think it would be, it's, it's not, it doesn't seem to, it doesn't have, you know, value added to the league to have right, a right. team in Canada. Right. If they play a couple of games in Toronto, maybe, but then you're taking it away from Buffalo because, like, those fans, those fans love that team. So yeah, they, they, they come hard. up. If they come up with a Montreal Expo football team, I'm there. <laughs> that's like that's the thing. It's like I just don't know. I just don't know where you where you get your team. And then the the other um, city that was thrown out to me was Oklahoma City, and I was like, "Why Oklahoma City?" And then somebody told me, like, "Well, you know, size wise, you know, um, it's bigger than Baltimore." And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's true. They're like, well, it's bigger than Kansas City. Yeah, that's true. But I was, but I think they would run into that same problem you brought up earlier. Like a lot of Oklahoma's probably run by the Cowboys. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? So I don't know if there would be a market. I mean, I imagine Oklahoma is passionate, you know, like it's a college football state and everything like this. So I imagine yeah. they're passionate about football. But I just I just wouldn't think that to use what you just said, it wouldn't be value added. I think they would probably I think they might be able to get more fans than a team in San Antonio mm-hmm. because they would be the new hot Yeah, they're in a new state. But I think the city of Oklahoma City and I like I work with a lot of people who go to Oklahoma for training. Um then they say Oklahoma City's cool. Yeah, I've heard that too. Ooh, it's cool. I heard I heard it's a nice place to go to. It's like if you just put if you just put Baltimore by itself in the middle of the country, it's like it's not as cool. But you put Baltimore in between D.C., Delaware, and Philly, it's all part of the whole DMV. It's all right. part of the conglomerate of entertainment that you can see. Right. But if you just took boom and just plopped it in the middle, it's like nah, we're not coming from. I'm not flying from Jersey to you know Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. So well, you know, I mean, so you know. What's the word, man? Who going home tonight? Boston on their way out of here? Boston, just for some reason, like I said, like we talk about this all the time. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are like built like the perfect tandem because they're both the same size, but they do different things very well. Um, so, 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 what's my favorite? They don't have. They don't have the. I I need. I need Jason Tatum and. Jalen Brown to play with the energy of Marcus Smart. So, 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 what's my favorite question about those two? Like, who who's better? Yeah, here's my second question: Is either one of them a number one? Absolutely. 
I think Tatum's your one. I think Jalen Brown's your two. I, know, I but, just don't know why they don't give it to you. Well, I just feel like Tatum is – he goes missing so much in big games. Like, i.e., the game we're watching right now. <laughs> now, granted, the thing that goes against my argument is game six in Milwaukee last year because he went into Giannis's house and put up 46 and got up out of there. You know, Middleton was hurt and everything, of course, too. But, yeah. you know, but like I'm not so I don't I don't think he's not a number one per se. I just don't know if he's a bona fide number one. He's not a dog number one. Yeah, because like when I if I if I go if, if I go Kobe, yeah, dog number one. Like yeah, you see it. You see Jordan, you knew he was the when you see Kawhi, when you see SGA, when you see like uh some other guys, Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. Barkley, like you know, old school Isaiah Elijah, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, you just knew mm-hmm. that Larry Bird, Magic, when they came to the arena and the camera was on them and the lights were the brightest, it's like I'm here no matter what. It could be two people in the stands, it could be 200 people, it could be 20,000. I'm here to bust whoever has across from me all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I want to behave. I think Tatum, I think Tatum just generally just a nice, good kid who plays basketball. I don't think he has like an I don't think he walks into the court with an with this 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 metaphorical axe to grind. If they don't get to like the finals, other players year, do. If they don't get to the finals this year, or even win the finals, I wonder if in two years we're gonna talk about him the way we talk about Harden. No, I don't think no? so because I don't think so. Because well, at least Harden had MVPs and stuff. Harden had MVP. I think Tatum. It's like, I think we'll, we'll talk. I think we'll talk about him like the way we talk about Dame Lillard, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, we thought, but he has the help. Gonna though. be like Dame doesn't have the team they're around. Gonna up, they're gonna they're gonna end up probably assessing blame to the coach if this doesn't go right because well they already extended them though (laughs) listen man these dudes have real money they they listen if he can if he's getting 25 million dollars that is probably a couple of nights of home games (laughs) 10 home games of profits and they can send him literally on his way entirely like i don't know what else you what else you could do yeah um i think it just might be a situation where he Remember LeBron and D Wade that first year when they lost to Dallas, mm-hmm. and D Wade had to tell them when they were on the banana boat and vacation after the season, like, "Yo, this is like, yours. You it? Yeah, you're the guy. So every night I need you to go out there and be the guy." But well, Wade probably yeah, said something like, "It's yours, Daddy." Something like that. Stop it. Pause. Okay. 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 <laughs> you need. You probably. <laughs> you probably needs it. Like, I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum just need to have that. Instead of this kumbaya, like, yo, we in it together, it's got to be, yo, you are our 32-point-a-night guy. Mm-hmm. 32 points, six, seven rebounds, three or four assists. I'll be the 24, eight, and eight guy. I'll be the defensive stopper. We going to let you carry us with your offensive talent. and Because he's a mismatch. If you look at Jason Taylor, six, eight, six, nine, we can handle the ball. You shouldn't be able to put a 6'3 or 6'4 guard on him. 
if you put a guy that's 6'10 on him, he's probably too big. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Brown's a little bit probably, I want to say average, he's probably 6'7, six, 6'8, six, six, smart. Like I said, we talked about his intelligence all the time. Mm-hmm. I think they can make that work. Maybe you <coughs> at what point, at what point, I'm not saying now is the point, but at what point do you do something? I mean, they've been together six years now, made the conference finals three times, finals one time. Like, is I mean, it possible is it possible they've gone as far as they're gonna go? I don't. I think we 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 kind of just kind of gloss over how difficult it is mm-hmm. to win playoff series every single year. Draymond Green said it best. He was like, "We've played. I've played like three or four, or like two, two and a half like extra seasons in just playoff games in the last right. eight years. Mm-hmm. So to play a game, you start in October." And you're playing through what we're at May 11th right now, mm-hmm. and they're still playing. So that this is only the second round. They've gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals every year, just extending, extending, extending themselves, extending themselves. And you're not going to win it every year. It's not like they look bad. They lost last year the finals to a team with championship pedigree and a MVP who had an outstanding game when they were up two one. He came out, gave him 43, and just said. Did what a dog does, you know. Like I said, Steph Curry. I forgot to mention is one of those guys that has that dog in him. Except for had that last forty-five second dog, yeah. <laughs> but like, which is mind blowing. So I think, I think they will do something because you're gonna look at your team. Like we we, we saw something in the group chat. Like their two extensions could be six hundred thirteen million dollars or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Between like this year, and next year, and like that's a lot of money. But Jalen Brown, he is a – you put him on the trading block, do you get a couple of really good pieces from Oklahoma City? Do you trade him and get Chet Holmgren and Josh Giddy? Do you package him and Marcus Smart together and get Holmgren and Giddy and what's the dork or something do you, like that? Do you, yeah, do you go get Dame? Nah, because then – Dame gives you gives you the same problem. If you it's like Dame and Tatum give you the same problem as Brown and Tatum. It's like who's the man in these streets? Well, you, I think I think Giddy gives you uh, I think Giddy gives you a bona fide guard that can score, who's mm-hmm. also mismatched like six seven six eight. Mm-hmm. That will that his play style naturally will fit with Tatum. Like, I think Jalen Brown, he, he's, his situation might be more like Mikel Bridges, where you sent him to Brooklyn and all of a sudden he's dropping 30. Mm-hmm. You send, you know, Jalen Brown, New Orleans. You know, you move him for Ingram and, you know, McCullum and a couple of pieces, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably drop 28 to 32 points. You know, I think it's just a matter of because they're going to do something. Because, like you said, they're gonna look and say, "We've been to this. We made it this far. We made it this far. We lost to this guy." We and I mean, he, guy, and he's also made guy. some com. He's also made some comments about the city that makes it sound like he's not. He, a fan. he be opposed. He's not a fan, not a yeah. fan of the fans. Yeah. Right. He wouldn't be treatment. opposed to leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, so I think yeah. I think, and it'd be probably a Western Conference team, or maybe somehow you get him to Miami. 
or Miami makes the move? Like, how do you what do you package together to get them? I don't know if Miami has the assets because they're starting like a bunch of undrafted guys. So I don't know if they have. I don't know if he's his free agent status, whatever the case may be. So, so is Phoenix going home tonight? Back in Phoenix. Back in Phoenix. Game six. No CP three. No pursuit of happiness. Yo, that's that's one of those things. We, you know, you have a friend that's that's in a relationship too long, and instead of breaking up, they get a lease together. Yeah, and you're like, dog, you, you yeah, yeah, I should have split. That's what Phoenix and DeAndre Ayton, when he had his blow up last year in the playoffs, when they were they were built to go back to the finals, he just went, and he had to blow up on the sideline before the before the season really ended, before the game ended. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, sign a trade, get him to Miami. Get Jimmy Butler and and bam out of body. Whatever you, you know, do, whatever you know what blows my mind. Make. You know what blows my mind. So you know I like to look up these stats. All right, I'm here. Listen. <laughs> and I was watching these games, and I was like, "Yo, Kevin Durant is missing a lot of shots." But I didn't think that he was shooting 22 percent from three. For some reason. They say he shoots well from three. He doesn't. They Even doesn't. his career, he doesn't. Doesn't. He has like a lot of 37%, which, I mean, that ain't bad. But it's not like, you know, 41% or, you know, 39% or something like that. Yeah, but he, he doesn't even shoot that many threes. The thing that has helped that helped Kevin Durant was that he was getting a lot of open looks uh-huh. when he played with Russ because Russ would collapse the defense. James Harden would break down the defense. and the guy guarding him basically if he gets the ball and you are six four and under and you're trying to defend him that's essentially that's an open shot right. for kevin right he's seven feet tall he's gonna jump right so if you're not tatum at six eight six nine then that's an open shot for yeah. kevin durant yeah i feel like we got cheated with paul george being hurt in the first round like i felt like we missed out on a really good series and that and and this is why people are gonna pick the Clippers next year when we talk about <laughs> early season picks because people won't feel like they got cheated. No, you, you didn't get cheated, you got what you got. This is what you have, Phoenix. You got DeAndre Aiden. He don't want to be there. He don't like his role. He don't like the fact that you guys don't call a single pick and roll for him to shoot mm-hmm. jump shots. You do nothing for him but make him do the dirty work. Granted, mm-hmm. you're paying him $133 million or something, but even then you skated him on a deal. Because you gave him a, a smaller deal, mm-hmm. and if someone wanted to match it, like it gave you an opportunity to match it, and you matched it. So it was like you you did them. You you I think they cost him something like forty million dollars. They well they saved themselves like forty million because he's supposed to get like one eighty. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting like one thirty three because the way they did the deal. And somebody I think Portland matched it. Who matched it for um, Aiden? Um, no, he had an offer sheet. I felt someone, like. Someone it was in my offer sheet and they matched it. I thought it was a team from the East. I don't know if it was okay. Miami. I can't remember I who can't it remember was. right now. But it was like, <laughs> they just, okay, cool. We'll, we'll take that because the, the other team can can only offer you X amount. So, like, yeah, they, they, he already knows that they, they right. scored on him. Right. So, I say Phoenix goes home tonight. I think so, too. Uh, uh, I got Philly... Philly's going to beat Boston. I got Philly 83-81 with 4.28 left. Yep. And then here's here's an interesting nugget for you. No pun intended. 
but 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 the other night in game five, the Nuggets were the first team in this series to hold the lead after the first quarter and win the game. So what we're saying is whoever <laughs> has the lead after the first is gonna lose this one. Probably. So you know, but you know what though? I know I picked Denver to win this series. I picked Denver to go to the finals, but this series been I'll take a game seven of this series. I'll take a game seven I mean, of this series. And, I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm happy for Booker. I'm happy for him to get his shine. Mm-hmm. But he is he is, is Booker better than is Booker better than Jason Tatum? Booker has that real dog in him. But Jason Tatum is, is doing things that you're going to see here. In and right on cue Better. to step back three. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. That dude that just was clapping, I used to work with him. Hold on. <laughs> hey, dude that was clapping. I just, yeah, as, uh, as a retired team master sergeant, he just was clapping super. You want me the glasses? Like, can you rewind it? Now I'm on my phone, so, you know, like, I don't want to mess it up. But 87-83 Boston with 334 left after the step back three from curly hair. So basically the key to the game tonight is, is Michael Porter going to make the trip? Because the first two games in Phoenix in this series, he hasn't been around. Jamal Murray has cooled off since the start of this series. So I, I don't think it's out of bounds to think that Phoenix can win tonight. They're at home, but I think I'm just going to go with Denver tonight. I think that I think that Jokic leaves a mark on the game tonight. I ain't saying he goes for 53 again or anything like that. Maybe he gets a triple-double or something, but I think Jokic is going to show up tonight and close the deal. So with that being said, I guess the question is who's going home tonight, but I want to know who's going home tomorrow. The Knicks going home? The Knicks, the, the Knicks going home uh the Knicks are going home. The Knicks are going home, yes. <laughs> because they – I think Miami just – Miami's game plan and their performance is, like, pretty consistent. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like they were – I mean, it was a good game back and forth. I think Miami just gets the – they get their hand in it. They get the strip. Mm-hmm. They get the strip that goes off your foot that goes out of bounds when they're up four and they come down, they get the three or they come down and bam out of by you gets a layup or and one. Now they up seven. Mm-hmm. And then now you're trying to rush it. You get the three, you know, so I think Miami can just push you into like back into this corner where you're throwing more haymakers and Miami's just bobbing and weaving and they're just getting body shots, body shots, bites. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, crafty. I'm sick of how he keeps fretting on the refs like he doesn't hook people's arms. Yeah. But he does it every time. And he's just like, yeah. I love he was like, but I'm like, yeah. Then then uh, RJ Barry did it to him because these guys mm-hmm. are learning. So yeah. RJ Barry hooked his arm and was like, oh, can't get out. And then he got the foul call. I'm like, yo, you do that. So people are going to pick up on the same thing right. Chris Paul used to do. People used to pick up on his little moves. Trey Young picked up on a, a Chris Paul move. Where you just kind of dribble, slow down, back into mm-hmm. it. Don just picked up on that move. The NBA kind of picked up on it and said, like, you guys got to stop doing that. But that was one of the things, like, these guys mm-hmm. kind of absorbed it. So I got the Knicks going home. And I got Golden State losing against the, the Lakers. Lakers, Lakers winning so, the six. So I got, um, I got the Knicks going home tomorrow as well. I don't like the fact that Jalen Brunson played all 48 minutes last night. Um, Along with Quentin Grimes playing, playing all forty eight minutes, but I don't know if he's injured or not. He had a did he hurt something? 
Yeah, he he. It looked like a, he hyperextended, maybe, or like it looked like he bumped knees with somebody, but it just went yeah. beyond that. Um. Yeah. So I, so I don't imagine that he's going to play tomorrow for right now. I I haven't heard that, but that's just a guess. Um. And it, even if he does, he's not going to be very effective because I think he's the best Jimmy Butler defender they have. Um. And if he's not playing, then I think that's just adios. Um. They're doing so the Heat. <laughs> They're doing the Harrison Barnes thing to Josh Hart. You know, they're just telling him, take your shot, like wherever you want it at, just take it. And take two he, more dribbles in and shoot the two-pointer. And he's not making it. So, you know, um, so yeah, um, I think that like last night game, you know, New York uh, was up 16 at one point. But when I b- went back and looked at it, you know, because, you know, I go back and rewatch games sometimes now. Uh, as I was going back, they started – they had an 18 to two run in the first quarter. And then to and then to start the third quarter, they went on a 23 seven run. So that's basically how they won the game was those two runs, you know, and Miami played them right tooth and nail the rest of the way. It was just those two runs. Duncan Robinson had a wide open three mm-hmm. when they were down, I believe it was 97, 93, where in transition, New York just forgot about 55. Mm-hmm. He just was standing there and the ball came, and he probably was so open. He was like, I'm so open. I better make this. And he kept missing it. But he makes that, makes score 97 96. Mm-hmm. Now Miami puts that stranglehold on you. Because I think what, what I saw with Milwaukee, Miami, because Jimmy Butler was talking slick to Drew Holiday when they oh, were yeah, down he was 10 talking disrespectful. Fourth, to him. Yeah. Now 10. You can't guard me. He's like, why is this dude talking about like there's we're still up 10? And then next time I saw a clip, it, they were down six. And he was like, So I think Miami, when they get when they start to get close, it makes you feel like you're down seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're up five. And yeah. they just play you like they have they play you like they have you down. And then you do things thinking you're down. Obi top and shooting a three too early. Uh Josh Hart not shooting, Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson. Dribble driving to the hole, stepping on feet, hurting ankles. Uh, the ball getting stuck in the corner. Julius Randle putting up a three with like eight seconds left in the shot clock because you think, oh, it's got to be counting down because they got me trapped in the corner. I just think Miami just plays you. Mm-hmm. To, they play, they play you like like the way a ball constrictor just kind of like yeah, just make just, you squirm. Yeah. And every time you squirm, they just tighten up, just calmly tighten up. You're fighting for your life, but it's just like just – you know, squeezing you out. So you going to get down my, or you going to lay down. And, and I think that, <laughs> and that's going to hurt. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know about the injuries. I know these guys have like all those, all those machines that can put on their legs and massage their legs when they're on the plane or while they sleep or they wrap them in some kind of Navajo blanket and get them all rested and they all, they feel great. Cause I see like, you know, I get these guys are, uh, you know, they, they're playing back to backs, but, you fly down, you get to a hotel, probably a nice hotel, nice bed. You mm-hmm. get the machine. The trainer comes to see you. They send, well, I don't know what the post Deshaun Watson life, if they send massage therapist <laughs> to your room or you right, got to go right, to right. the camera, whatever, whatever it is, you go and you get Jason you know, Tatum. Yeah. There you, you go. Get, That's 13 uh, points in the fourth quarter, bringing his game total to 16. So Boston up eight with 151 to go. It looks like we may get our game seven unless something crazy happens. You know, and of course, if Miami Miller like, yeah, and of course, if uh, if Miami wins tomorrow, 
they'll be the first eight seed to go to the conference finals since the Knicks in 99. So, you know, and of course the Knicks beat the Heat in the first round of that playoff run. So there's some poetry for you. As far as the Warriors go. I'm just, I'm just watching. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's on the ground, it looks like, or I don't know if they're hurt, but it looks like a scrum for the ball. Um, so, so as far as the Warriors go, I have no idea who's going to win tomorrow night. I have no idea. So what I do know is that the Lakers haven't lost at home yet in the playoffs. So they're five and oh. Five and oh. Um, I don't know because I because I saw, you know, that Mr. Davis left the court in a wheelchair. So, you know, I don't know if he's in some kind of concussion protocol or I read something that said under no circumstance does he miss game six. Well, if he does miss game six, then obviously Golden State will probably win. But I, I think that I think that Golden State can win tomorrow night. I just don't know if they will. Um, yeah, I don't think we have a lot of evidence to support Golden State win on the road this season. But but Draymond did yesterday what I wanted him to do all series is when they switch and you got Schroeder on you, you just turn around and go up to the bucket. He's either going to foul you or you're going to score. And he, he was just aggressive. So I don't know if that was because Tom Izzo was in the crowd and he was trying to play well. I was thinking him. that too. Yeah. I was thinking like if he called t- Coach Tom Izzo to come, you know, motivate him. Yeah, so so you know, um, or if he thought this, this is something that Nick Wright said. He was like, "It's a real possibility that that game, Game Five, would have been his the last, last game. home game as a Warrior with Steph, Clay, and Draymond on a team." Yeah, I think that might that that has to resonate with you. It does. It like, has yeah, to, and they've never lost a they haven't lost a series together to a Western Conference team. So you know, I'm sure all of that is in the back of their mind, but. Can somebody please get an APB out on Mr. Clay Thompson, who's supposed to be representing for the Mamba? So three, four. Oh, if, so here, here's a stat. Sorry, here's a stat for you. I'm listening. In, I'm in just the, watching in, Tatum do his dance. In, in, in the last three games, the one and only Clay Thompson is eleven for thirty-seven. You know, so obviously, if the Lakers, I mean, uh, if the Warriors are going to win tomorrow night, we're going to need to see Game Six, Clay. Because we didn't see him in game six against Sacramento. Yeah, game six, Clay. Hold on. Did he get tripped? Ah, uh, nah, I'm he so, fell. So tired of James Harden. He so tired. So tired of him. Your um, feet touched, but you fell. Um, game six, Clay, but it's on the road. It's on the road, yeah. Um, the, the Lakers playing Lonnie Walker. I didn't see much of Vanderbilt. Um, Which five. is surprising because he's the one that defends Steph well. I think maybe they're trying to get points. Yeah, that's probably it. And then maybe they figured Lonnie Walker's hot hand would extend. So but that, I still uh, think, but I still think they need to play. Um, here's Tatum again. Nope. I still think they need to play Lonnie Walker just a few more minutes, though. I still don't think they're playing him enough. You know, uh, maybe th- maybe that changes tomorrow night. Tatum for three again, just letting it fly. There you go. You know, another three. So as soon as I said they were going to lose. So so 95 to 84, 36.6 seconds left. My pick was Boston in six. So obviously I'm going to have to hope for Boston in seven because I picked Boston and Denver in the finals. So we'll see what happens. So L.A. Golden State. um, The role players for Golden State don't travel. Yo. It's like it's like they all just stay. I don't I don't know. And then like they send like shells of themselves down to LA. <laughs> they do nothing in Los Angeles. I mean I don't, Steph, I don't know Steph if you had jinxed. a triple double. Yeah. 
I don't know if we but jinxed. I don't know if we jinxed Jordan Poole when I started calling him turnover source pool, but where is he? Like he can go ape at home because no one in the audience is telling him that he sucks. Because <laughs> you got to hear it. You can hear it. Like no one cheers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Steph is due to have a bad home. game too. De- Steph is due to have a bad game because he's been carrying Golden State. You know, throughout these playoffs, like the wheels, the wheels are bound to come off at some point. Like, um, but I think, I think, going off of nothing but respect, I'm gonna pick Golden State to win tomorrow. You got them forcing the game. It's just, it's just hard. Back. It's just, it's, so after all we've been through all it's these years, hard, it's, it's hard, hard because you're, you're you're making you pick based off nostalgia. But if you simply look at that game yesterday, well, Golden State should have won Game Four. Based off of what? Nobody else based, performed. Based off of them being up, giving up 12-point leads and Lonnie Walker having the game of his life. If Lonnie Walker yeah, doesn't come nice, in that game, Golden State wins that game by double digits. Yeah, he had a nice little run. And, dumb, um, and Steph being a dumbass. Well, I think he just thought somebody was going to be standing over there and shoot the three. He had a timeout. Yeah, I mean, against against against, that, against, against Sacramento, he called the timeout they didn't have. <laughs> Probably that's why he didn't call the other one. You know what I'm saying? He, he was scared to get Chris Webber. <laughs> yeah, so and he didn't probably want to get tied up again. Yeah. Another jump ball, because that's what happens. It would be yeah, another time jump was going to run out. Yeah. So 95-86, Joel Embiid, Pouton, Holdell, like he normally does. So, you know, we got Saturday. Can Joel Embiid, the MVP, make his first conference finals of his career? This guy says no, but we'll see. Yo, this, I mean, for for all the, the flack we as fans have bestowed upon the NBA this year and the low management and we don't get LeBron versus KD and we don't get this matchup, we want this and the MVP is this and the GOAT is this, these playoffs have really, even the Brooklyn Philly series, they call that goal 10. I mean, it, it's it's a whole it's a whole different ball game, you know. Yeah, and Bede was out. Yeah, and Bede's out. Because uh, um, remember, he didn't play game one of this series. Correct. You know, you know so he they would have missed a couple of games. I think it, it just sometimes, like you know, big players make plays. But as we were talking about Tatum, he needs he needs to come out like this. Mm-hmm. If you go zero for seven, go zero for seven, being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Don't go zero for seven, being passive. Like trying to dribble baseline and pull up smooth. Like, nah, hit that step back. If you make it, you make it. If not, get back, play defense, get in the paint, get fouled. Try to get fouled early, especially if you get fouled mm-hmm. early. See the ball go through the hoop. You get whoever's defending you in foul trouble, Yo, whoever's defending the hoop in foul trouble. The NBA is rigged. Boston and Golden State in the finals the same year. Draymond and Tatum have a commercial together. <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd that work out for Kobe and LeBron with those puppets? I know, right? <laughs> But, yo, all right, so we're here at the end. You got anything to get off your chest? Uh, no, not really. I just want to give a shout-out to my son's middle school lacrosse team. They finished the year undefeated. They were literally beating teams so bad that other teams were sending messages to the athletic director of the middle school saying, <laughs> we don't want to play them because we heard what you guys did to this team, and that team destroyed us, and – if that team was dirty, so that means you guys had to be dirty. Like, nah, we just smooth with it. We just they just they just top notch 
13, 12, 13, 14 year old lacrosse players. Shout out Northern Burlington, Greyhounds, lacrosse team undefeated. They get the, they did the Gatorade bath and the coach was great. So shout out to all the young men work hard. It was hot today. It was like solid 80, 81 degrees outside. It was hot, no shade on the field. And they were just out there balling. So, uh, you know, great young kids, great young men. But, you know, they have another lacrosse team they're all together on, so I'll see them again. But just shout out to the middle school group. Middle school group. Shout out. Undefeated season. Let's go. Bong, bong, you know. Um, so I, I didn't really have much to get off my chest until, you know, I was on social media earlier, and all y'all fools was out there leaking the schedule. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of this generation. Stop leaking everything. Stop spoiling everything. Sometimes some of us just like to be pleasantly surprised. You know what I mean? I would hate, you know what I mean, to go to some event, you know, let's call it WrestleMania, and everybody's like, oh, The Rock is scheduled to appear. And I, like, I would be flipped out. Like, you know how you took a moment from me to, to, to have that music hit, come out the curtain and all this kind of, like, like, I mean, I just can't. Like, before a show even... You know, an hour after the show, y'all already on social media talking about the episode. Everybody, some people got a life. We ain't watching. We ain't watching the show at three in the afternoon like you because you ain't got no job. You know what I'm saying? Stop spoiling it. <laughs> he hit the unemployment, folks. Stop spoiling it, man. Like I was really sitting there. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, so Kansas City and Detroit, Detroit playing week one, huh? Like y'all couldn't even keep that under wraps, huh? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I know I'm being half serious, but at the same time, I am serious. You know what I'm saying? Stop spoiling everything. Stop leaking. Let us enjoy the show. Let us enjoy the moment. And then I'm going to take a quick second because I would be a hypocrite if I got on uh, Mr. Bob Huggins the other night for what he said. So I'm going to apologize to Mr. Dwayne Wade for the comment I made a little while ago. You know, <laughs> it was funny in the moment. It was funny in the moment. And, you know, saying, but you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. So I apologize for that comment. You know, I'll be the bigger person here. I shouldn't have said it. And there you go. So on that note, thank you for joining us, America. You know, saying we're proud to have you as our listeners and our crowd and our fans and all that good stuff like that. So, and I got a quick programming note. I said Boston and Philly game seven on Saturday. It's on Sunday. You know, so there you go. So I don't know why they do this to me, but, you know, everything is every other day until, you know, you get to game seven. We got to get the extra day to build it up, right? You got to build it up. You got to sell out all the commercials. You got to make sure you get all the Buick commercials. Yeah. Chipotle commercials. You got to get the Honda Civics in there. You got to, you know, you just got to get everybody, you know. Yeah, and you all I got to say is. Google Pixel phone commercials that. As literally, as <laughs> yeah, there you go. And you know, and I know Jason Tatum had the subway commercial, like I mentioned. Maybe if they win the finals this year, like I predicted, he can upgrade to Jimmy John's or something. You know, so. upgrade. I mean, it's all terrible. Just I mean, it come. is all terrible, but yeah. subway is probably at the bottom. You got it. You got it. Like Quiznos is better. <laughs> any mom and pop shop in the state of New Jersey make it better sandwich and Subway, yeah. Quiznos, Jimmy John's. Yeah, what New happened Jersey to back Mike's. in the day? What happened to back in the day when we called them hoagies? You yeah, we call them hoagies at Wawa. You know what I'm saying? Wawa. I miss Wawa. Shout out. Shout out. I, I think Chanello's in Virginia. Back in the day, bad news. Me and my pops used to get the Philly cheesesteak from Chanello's. Yeah. I'm telling you. Still I miss like, Dino's. Like you know what I'm saying? When it came to the house. 
And I don't care what nobody dollars. say. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I want the smoke. Because I know Philly, y'all famous for that cheesesteak. But Baltimore's better. Stop it. It's true. Stop. It's true. It's damn true. Kurt Angle style. Come on, man. You can't out Philly Philly when it comes to cheesesteak. You can't out Philly Philly. Everybody tries. You can't out Philly Philly. Yo, hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up That's on like Instagram. That's like saying it's better pizza outside of New York City. It is. Chicago for the win. Chicago for the That's win. That's lasagna. That's you lasagna. You can't eat pizza you with a fork. That's, if you can't fold it. I got to go get that Pittsburgh pizza with the sauce on you the top or whatever. It. If you can't fold it like this, then take a bite. Now, I need to get the Pittsburgh and get the sauce on top or whatever they do there. I got to get that joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's lasagna. That's you know what I'm saying? But, yo. We will see you on Monday. 2-5 Daily coming at you starting tomorrow. I'm in your ears. I'm in your face. We out. Peace.